welcome to This Guy Are Sick. Today we are going to be talking about one of our favourite franchise, a uh, very long-running franchise, which is Resident Evil. Boy. I'm being joined by Leslie Ann. Standard. And uh, Chris with a K, the lady way. Hey. So, uh, no, it's actually Chris slipping knife. <laughs> Chris. Um, I believe it's pronounced Cree. Shut up. <laughs> Chris Dow. Um, always got a Chris, get off my back. And obviously, Leslie's brought his, uh, we'll have to take a picture of this, put it on the set. His, his little um, vi- vibrating toy. With yeah. Him for some. You never know, because I might get bored halfway through, just sticks in my ass. Some, some some anal pleasure halfway through the episode so listen out for that if you hear Leslie uh, screaming in a pleasurable way it do be that way sometimes yeah that's what that's what that is he's thinking about um, Jojo Bizarre Adventure yeah, yeah it's, it's more enjoyable than some of the Resident Evil films yeah it's more enjoyable than some of the Resident Evil games <laughs> I was going to say I would yeah. rather fuck myself in the ass than watch Resident Evil Apocalypse I think that's, that's the, the newest one. one yes I don't know if it's the newest one I thought it was the newest one there's like Apocalypse, Afterlife, like all the Afterlife is like four, isn't it? Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I don't. That's not not a bad place to start. Resident Evil films. Yeah. Um Most of them are a shit show. The first like three are like alright. First two are like yeah, the, the, the one. One is good. Um, I liked one. Yeah, one was good. I don't even mind that Alice character. I think because it's kind of what they did with Jill in the series, the chest shit and. Um, that weird device. Yeah, that happened in five. Yeah. yeah. So they've kind of they've kind of done that in in the games as well, and um, I don't mind them having like a soldier that actually it worked on. Like they didn't completely pollute them; they became just like a super soldier. Like, I, Which is what they were trying to do with the T virus anyway. Yeah. So they've got a compatible one, and that's like the overall arc when uh, in the Resident Evil films with uh, Jorah jo- Mormont. Yeah. He's, uh, he's in those. Apocalypse was two. So, Resident Evil, Apocalypse, Extinction, Afterlife, uh, Retribution, and Final Chapter. Yeah, those those were shit storm. Um, the animated ones are better. Yes. Uh, I only watched the Leon one. Yeah, they've all got Leon. But for, uh, yeah. like, it must yeah. be the first one. He looks like David Bowie. Degeneration. For fucking reason. Degeneration first one. Yeah, that's the one, Degeneration. That's oh, I mean, you have to watch the nurse one, it's great. Yeah. Um, I think that with Resident Evil, though, like um, as mentioned on previous episodes, they've got so much fucking content now. That I'm not shocked they're, they're remaking them and they're yeah. just resetting their timeline and resetting the canon. I mean, what they need to do is they need to redo Code Veronica, the best Resident Evil game. Yeah, yeah. The, the real the real Resident Evil 3. Yes, yeah. the real Resident Evil 3. Yeah, it was fucking good. Yeah, Because I like Resident Evil 3, I actually genuinely think it's a good game, but that, that game. Resident Evil 3 is lit. I love it. I, it's more like Resident Evil 2.5 because yeah. it's like, the, it's like it's, set it's the same directly. Map, yeah, it's like it's in direct connection to it. Um, yeah, so we will start with the original Resident Evil. Yes. I suppose a real, real, real core. Um, I don't know how old you guys were when you played that. Uh, my first Resident Evil was actually two. So two. I, I did own the director's cut of Resident Evil One on PS One. I think I played Resident Evil Two when I was like five. Yeah, I played Resident Evil Two when I was super young. I had no idea what I was doing. My mum was amazing. This is about to date it real hard, but um, we went to Blockbusters. <laughs> It was a thing. Rest in peace. A thing that happened. Um, and I was like, yo, mum, this game looks lit. It's like, what's that? Resident Evil 2. It's a big old 18 in the bottom corner. She was like, yeah, I've run out of you. Nightmares. So many nightmares. So I have a buddy of mine who rented Final Fantasy 7 from Blockbusters. Mm. And I only gave him disc one. Ouch. <laughs> so he was like playing That's it solidly. <laughs> he didn't realise. He's like playing it solidly. And it's like, please insert disc two. 
Oh, and obviously he'd done, he'd done the week-long rental as well and he had to go back there and they were like, um, we don't know what you're talking about, other discs, so no fucking clue. So they refunded him. It's almost like the box has room for like four discs, yeah, yeah. it has three in it. Yeah, when you rent from Blockbuster, they put it in their own little shitty case. They didn't do that with us. No? Uh, some games they did. Hmm. But that might have been more of a Guernsey thing than a Blockbuster thing. Well, Guernsey is ass backwards. Yeah, so. Well, it just operates in its own, own way. Um, Apparently operating in its own way got it fucking shut down. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's exactly what happened with it. Um, and uh, you got, you got so Resident Evil 1, so maybe I need to start with that. Cause Shit I, that is my first Resident Evil. Uh, it was just massive at my school. Like, everyone was talking about it. Like, uh, we had these guys, they were like the, the two gay kids at school, mm. and they would just constantly be drawing. Con- the same guys, yeah, yeah. yeah. They would constantly be drawing pictures of characters from Resident Evil. This, nice. All they would do is just sketch Resident Evil. Because I was just doing like game. really lifelike depictions of Joel's ass. Well, they, well, not her ass, obviously. Oh, no, it'd be Chris. It's Chris's it? fucking, Chris's yeah. rod. <laughs> not this Chris's rod. Fucking no. Chris's glorious fucking like boulder punching biceps. <laughs> not in one. <laughs> Chris's Redfield. <laughs> I didn't know he was doing but The curtains don't match the drapes, that's upsetting. Um, <laughs> so, this is a venereal disease. Again, much like as with the Final Fantasy VII episode, it was a bit of a cultural phenomenon at first, Resident Evil, because while there were games like Harvester and shit on the P- PC, that is that's a fucking weird, weird <laughs> that, That's a trip. Um, I mean, not as bad as System Shock 2. Oh, mate, System Good Shock game, 2. but fuck me, is it weird? Oh, yeah. And there was shit like Doom and things like Doom. that. Nothing had hit like yeah. um, a mainstream market, a console market, which is the mainstream market. The, before Resident Evil, horror games were not a console actually, thing. There's a quick aside. Did you play the, um, well, did you actually know that Resident Evil is actually a spiritual successor to a game? No. Have, have, you, ever play, have you ever heard or played a thing called Sweet Home? No. That's I've what Resident Evil is based of off of. Yeah? It's a Japanese-only RPG. And it's Capcom, or? Uh, it was made by fucking um, Shinji Mikami. So. Okay. Uh, well, I might as well check now. And then there's just Devil May Cry, which was born from Resi 2. Yeah, yeah, no. No, it was from 4. Devil May Cry 1 was meant to be Resident Evil 4. No, Devil May Cry 1 was meant to be Resident Evil 2. No. I thought you were. <laughs> it, couldn't have been, it couldn't have been Resident Evil 2, because that it was, was four. PS2 game. Devil May Cry was PS2 game. God. Knowledge. <laughs> But then, yeah. fight you on this. but you've got to look at that time period. Like I, I've even got a feeling that Dino Crisis was meant to be a Resident Evil game, and they just changed the name of it. Yeah, Dino Crisis probably. was awesome. Yeah, because it was like you go to this little island. They're experimenting with Dino. It's like it has all the Resident Evil tropes and gameplay. Yeah, it was Capcom. Yeah. And um, oh shit, yeah, no, um, yeah, it's all it's all the um, the tropes and gameplay of Resident Evil game without calling it Resident Evil. Didn't do as well though. Um, and then they did a rail shooter, Dino Crisis, as well, which I'm not really into rail shooters anyway. So. Oh, no, I love rail shooters. Yeah. Bit of time crisis. It's a good time. In the, back in the day, but I wouldn't want to play one now. I don't know about that. There's something, something that seems really, like, kitschy about for, like, holding a light gun up. Yeah, but that's what I mean. In a in an arcade or something, I wouldn't want to be at home. Oh, no, I've tried to play time crisis with a gamepad before. No. It's shit. Yeah, yeah it's not good. Like, but House of Dead's not bad. That's Cap- is that Capcom or Sega? Uh, I think House of Dead Sega. Yeah. Um, which was basically trying to be their Resident Evil, really. Yeah. Like, that's what they they were going for a sim- similar thing. I was going to um, say, uh, like, yeah, House of the Dead was like just as campy as well. Yeah. 
But yeah, Resident Evil 1. So when the, when that came out, um, there had, not many people had seen anything like it. And while games had ratings on them, yeah, everyone, I, I mean, I must have been what, 13, something like that. Everyone I knew at fucking school mm. was playing Resident Evil. Yeah. And at that point, the director's cut was kind of rare as well, because I think it came out maybe six months, eight months later. Yeah. So yeah. if you had the director's cut, you were like god at school yeah everyone's like oh what happens in it the people, direct, yeah the director's cut's way better than the original people would just make shit up like people would just make stuff up but yeah. then you got to think uh, back in, back in the day you look at the Resident Evil 1.5 stuff when all that was getting released uh, as a walker you are correct however I don't know where I got Resident Evil 2 from why because they were going to make a Resident Evil 2 spin off uh, called Dante's Nightmare yeah it's a film now isn't it yes yeah um, yeah so they so it was like a it was like a thing, and like back back then, just gang magazines would find screenshots that were just sent to them by fucking anonymous people. And go, you was an evil game coming, and you're like looking at, it. and I think that's part of what may transform things. Like when you sit there and go, oh, well, Devil May Cry must have been part of it. Again, the internet was not what it is now, and I think they just went, that looks like Resident Evil. That must be Resident Evil. Well, maybe it was never really intended to be Resident Evil. Yeah. It was just it's Capcom, and it looks similar. Doesn't play similar at all, but it looks yeah. similar. Um, and uh, Onimusha, again, very Onimusha similar. Also, the same engine as Resident Evil. Yeah. So they they got a lot out of the original Resident Evil. Oh yeah. Um, they a legacy. I don't know if you uh, or like Chris, because I know you're quite a big Resident Evil fan. If you want to expound upon the Resident oh. Evil One, the Resident Evil One story. Uh, Resident Evil One is lit. Uh, which timeline? <laughs> The main one. Uh, let's go with the the remake of one, the HD remake of one. Still haven't finished it. Don't finish it. Okay, you finished it. Well, I, I attempted doing the Chris run with knife only. Well, that's probably why I didn't finish it. Yeah, exactly. You have to actually be good at the game for that. Fucking eat a dick. Because <laughs> I think the remake is probably the definitive way. The of definitive way of playing yeah. it now. Um, Before that, it was the GameCube version. Yes. Yeah, which is which was good. Well, I mean, the the remaster is the GameCube version. Yeah, just pretty much prettier. Yeah. It's got a better control scheme. Did they ever release the Metal Gear GameCube version? As, uh, snakes. Yeah. as a remaster. No. Fuckers. They only still exist on the GameCube as far as yeah. I know. Well, maybe Switch might. That's probably that. why I've never played it. But That's awesome. I've, I've heard it's way more anime than like the original. Um, they have like snake like jumping on rockets and shit. Yeah, but you have like, like oh, you think all, you're riding them. all the scenes with, with Ninja are fucking awesome. It's like fucking literally <laughs> running down corridors slicing. <laughs> Great fucks. You know when you walk through the corridor in... Um, Metal Gear and you see all the dead bodies everywhere yeah, before because you... Grey Fox is just like absolutely more yeah in this you just see like a, a sword invisibly just slicing the fuck out of an entire corridor as you walk into it and you just nice. see him just going do you get to see fucking awesome I almost said Ocelot oh, I can't piss himself in HD oh wait no it's on GameCube that's not HD but I 480p brother Resident Evil 1 the remaster is fucking awesome yes However, I didn't get the true ending to it because I couldn't be bothered. Pussy. Pussy. I could not be bothered to get the fucking five discs. Disgusting. But yeah, story-wise, it is... There's been a report, I have to go to the mansion. They send 18 first, and then... That team gets horribly murdered. Yeah, like two of them get murdered before they 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 get into the building. They never fucking hear from them. And it's like, maybe 24 hours later, they go, best send someone else. And obviously yeah. Wesker's with him at that point in time. Yeah. I mean, um, he's not evil. Nope. Totally not. He hasn't even got an evil name. He's, <laughs> he's not got an evil name or anything. He's not a double agent. He's not the cunt with sunglasses on and wearing black. Sort of <laughs> he's cool. like, my name is Albert Wesker. I remain wearing sunglasses indoors because I'm a prick. 
mean, maybe he's just full of angst. Yeah, maybe he's just mad because reasons. But yeah, go on with the rest of just the rest of the plot, just because I'm sure everyone here, is, everyone listening, has has played probably all the Resident Evil. I mean, in case, in case you haven't, spoiler warning. But uh, like the game is fucking old. Yeah, game almost predates me, almost. Yeah, Chris Jill and the rest of Alpha Squad get sent down to deal with the mansion incident. They all split up because sticking together is for noobs. But then sticking together is too much of a good idea. Yep. Everyone knows we need to split up and get our Jill sandwich. At the start of the game, pick Chris or Jill to play with. But let's get out wrong. Oh. Playing with Jill. Jill. Uh, We're stepping into my fantasies now. Jill is effectively the game's easy mode. So you have more, two, two more inventory slots, which in a game that only has six, if you're playing as Chris, is fucking useful. Also, um, if you're playing the remaster, it's start with a gun. stare at Jill's booty mode. Yeah, you start with a gun, which is nice. <laughs> And also, you don't have to worry about getting keys to unlock any little drawers and small doors because oh, you Joe, have the lock master of lockpicking. The master of unlocking. Unlocking. Chastity belt unlocking. Barry MVP. Yeah, Chris is just the game's hard mode because six items, you start with a knife only. Yeah, and you don't know, yeah, Barry being a cunt, turning up going, oh, I found some more weapons for you, found some fucking nice ammo for I you. I saved you from becoming your sandwich. What happens if you're playing as Chris? You just kick the door down. Yeah, because he's ripped. Did you see him punch that boulder one time? I mean, there is one thing which is a slight, not, not a plot hole in that game, but also a lack of common sense. Mm-hmm. Jill is a trained special op. Yes. There is a door blocking the way, which seemingly hasn't been barred by anything. It's just locked from the other side. Kick the door in. She has a shotgun. You pick up the shotgun to set that trap off. You can have to... So oh, this yeah, is a problem I have with a lot of video games, just in general, what you're mentioning sometimes the lack of absolute logic in things it's like um ooh I know a big word that describes the situation go on ludonarrative dissonance yep so actually I'll let you explain that just in case I know what it means but just in case someone else doesn't oh it's just when I'm like it kind of derails itself to stick to the plot it's like oh yeah you obviously can't escape this room even though you could kick the door in however due, due to the plot you just can't yeah, or like just genuine quick thinking logic that a normal human would have. You cannot, they have not put that much freedom within a game for you to be able to do it. I find that with things, it's just like, can't get through this. Well, I could fucking move that out of the way myself. Like, you know, you see things like, what's blocking up the door? It's just a table. You're like, well, fucking move, move the it. table. Um, but I found that the most in um, Phantom Pain, oh, yeah. when you're running around and you bump into a rock that and is you like. Just go flat on your face. And it's just like a rock. It's like the smallest little rock. And you stop because you can't jump over it. And yeah. I'm like, why? I know it's not that kind of action game. Why can't this cunt jump? I mean, that, that, was, that wasn't that was my major issue with Phantom Pain. My major issue with Phantom Pain is that it wasn't a good game. But it was I okay. Mean, I enjoyed Phantom Pain. It's not my middle game. However, after you did like the first four missions, every other mission was just a carbon copy of it. Yeah, I, 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 start, I started naysaying on um, Phantom Pain really early because the second they said, oh yeah, David Hater's not voicing boss, I was like... Well, to be honest, after Metal Gear... I mean, that being said though, if you've played through Phantom Pain, it makes sense. Because he, that's besides he the is point. dummy thick. Oh boy. My booty clapped at me. Yeah, it makes sense once you, once you play it. Because there are reasons. Yeah. 
Um, but again, with it, it was like when you complete it and then there's like extra bits. I was like, I really can't be fucked. It's, it's literally just the same missions, but harder. Yeah, I just can't be fucked to do this again. Like, this is like, to be fair, it's like you can skip all of the last chapter of the game with a couple of lines of plot that happen right at the end. Yeah. That's all that happens. And this is the problem I have, and I think it's uh, Kojima's writing, to be honest. He can just get lost in um, just convolution and just write himself into hole after hole after hole and I, just explain it away with something like over the top. I would say That's the, just how the problem with Phantom Pain definitely wasn't Kojima because he wanted to finish it. However, Capcom wanted it. Capcom, Konami wanted it out right now. Yeah. So they had to cut out an entire chapter of the game. And made it DLC. No, it just never got made. Ah, no one. Yeah, did they even ever release really no. a DLC for it? No. Just the online mode because they probably wanted to try and shoot on. Well, yeah, they wanted fucking people to get like pay for their FOBs and shit. I mean, the online mode was more like akin to like Metal Gear Acid. Metal Gear Acid. He's like, yeah, you probably think you're on Acid whilst you play for it because the plot makes no sense. What's the Metal Gear game where you have to use cards? Acid. 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 I like. I actually like that. It it's it's an interesting PSP. system. Peace Walker's decent. Peace Walker's very good. Anyway, we've got our topic of Resident Evil. <laughs> Similar games. Uh, again, yeah, like the good. eventual Metal Gear episode? Question mark. Oh, for sure. Metal Gear uh, episode one. I think um, Metal Gear. I think without games like Resident Evil, games like Metal Gear Solid would not have come out. Um, there's a distinctive style. I mean, in its Metal Gear Solid, definitely. Yeah. What you got to remember is Metal Gear. Yeah. Existed before Resident Evil did. Yeah, that was shit. They were very bad. I mean, you're, you're you're allowed your opinion. Well, I I think they were shit. Dude, Metal Gear Metal Gear Two Solid Snake is the jam, mate. I don't know. They're just wanky. They're not my kind of game. Fucking wanky shit, demon. <laughs> Continuing on. But yeah. yeah. It's just a trawl through the mansion until you get to eventual big obvious plot twist, which is Wesker. Fucking Wesker is the bad guy. MacGuffin. For um, reasons that it turns the mansion into a massive test area. Yeah. Yeah. Which is where he, which is what he wants. He's sending his he's sending these special forces to, to test see out the T virus. Yeah. Obviously obviously there, there is um there are hints later in the games that like when Raccoon City Falls that they actually wanted that to happen but there's also hints to say no 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 that's a complete fucking accident no so but if you like think a, about it the government were really quick to drop a nuke on Raccoon City yeah yeah um, yeah so the overall the overall arc the the, the, um, the narrative of Resident Evil 1 is Biocorp are <laughs> being cunts yeah yeah doing shit they shouldn't be doing um, don't do drugs making experimental drugs to test on people to make them into super soldiers yeah and uh, it goes fucking horribly wrong these cunts come in they all get fucking murked the, 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 the second set of cunts come in and uh, <laughs> most of them get murked most of them get murked but he, they, but two of them get out alive and they think that's the end now, they've, what, they've solved if you, the problem if you get the um, if you do one thing right three of them get out because yes because um, Rebecca gets out as well I mean, also it, you have to go back and save Jill if you're playing so Chris, would uh, you count? Around. You have to go back and save Chris. That's what well, you, you have to do it with Jill as well. You need to, no, she gets out with Barry. Yes, because Jill's hardcore, mate. Story, story-wise, how important is episode well, episode zero to the plot? Very. I wouldn't be able to tell you because I haven't actually played zero. I've not played it either. As in well, Resident, Evil, Resident Evil Zero. Yeah, or? Resident Evil Zero. Um, it's basically the start of Umbrella. Okay. And like their first 
there's this tie into all the shit of finding all this fucking because like it, the plot does get really convoluted and like when we when we move on we start talking about Netflix all that we found a flower in Africa shit like I would li- I would not even touch it that would if you are resetting the canon with <coughs> with the with the two, two I think I think I think Netflix thing would probably be over the universe to be honest um, or it'll be or it's own yeah plan, or it'll be a just a watchable version of two I'm alright with that. Um, I think they'll do Mansion. I genuinely think they'll do the Mansion. It'll be good. You could get a good 12 episodes out of that. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. If done correctly, because you could have interpersonal relationships going on in the Mansion. You could have fucking. You're definitely going to have Chris and Jill fuck if you're making a show. That's yeah. going to happen. I'd, I'd, I'd watch that. You'd watch that. Um, um, in fact, I've probably seen it somewhere on the internet. <laughs> no, you just normally see the fucking. Um, Little plant, tea plant, or whatever the fuck it's called. Just no, it's it's Nemesis. Nemesis. <laughs> there is um, Nemesis. Nemesis annoying. Best ship. Uh, speaking of the plot being a bit easy at some points, or the game being a bit easy at some points. In the original, if you're playing as Jill, you never actually kill any of the bosses yourself, apart from the giant snake. Yeah, because you've got Barry saves up and murders all of them for you. Well, what's the name of the guy that you've got with you during the snake? Irving. Kevin? No. Irving? Irving's fucking five. Um, yeah, it's Kevin, isn't it? Yes. Because you have to go and get the um the, the thing to the... stop the poison from killing him after you kill the snake. There is a very... Um... Well, you don't have to say that. Is it, is it... See, it's been so long since I've played one. Um... Are there spiders in it? Yes. Yeah. Spider, the spiders pretty much all of them. They're trying to think where you see the fucking wanky spider. Yeah, you uh, see them in the, the sewers. I think you start fighting them once you've beaten the plan. And again, giant shark. Yeah, giant shark. I love how you kill that thing. Isn't it Neptune? How do yeah, you kill it? You just drain the room. Yeah, but don't go close to it. No, because it'll still bite it'll you. It'll just kill you. Yeah, they, they come. The, the first game, I think they tried to put every kind of horror trope in it. We've got zombies, we've got sharks, jaws, we've got spiders, we've got plant, daily triffid fucking shit. We've got like they've tried to fit everything into it. We got super soldier fucking tyrant creatures, we got we got everything in it. And we've also got kind of like being stalked all the way through the game by Wesker, who's kind of like following being a creepy motherfucker, yeah. Like it's 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 not got it's it's not quite as impactful as like three. When you're being stalked by Nemesis, who will literally like mouth fuck you with his dildo hands. Unless you're good at dodging and good with a knife, and you can just stab him there. <laughs> and then there. you just get really overpowered weapons. So, Chris, in, in Resident <laughs> Evil Zero, do they go on about the African plant shit? No. No, because that comes later, obviously. In the, how, four or five? The, uh, what's, five is the, the African plant. Actually, one. did you know that the African plant thing is actually real? No. It is. I know that like there are... But apparently it's how you can make lucid slaves out of corpses. Oh, um, I know in... That's what zombies are in Haiti. Yes. That's exactly which is not Which is not Africa, but yeah. But, but they which, like... Much of his bad, dude. They on. think these cunts are dying and that. And they... It's like it's very near America, Haiti, I think. Oh, yeah. It's far off. But then uh, some of the Caribbean islands are quite close Dominican. to America. So, oh, Dominican. So yeah, so, like, so yeah, it's close to America. In Haiti, like, they have these people that are like... Like really badly injured and they just fucking pump them full of all these like plants and shit like this fucking like just this medicine and then they bury them because they're going oh they're dead but they ain't dead they're not even in a coma and then they wake up and they do not know who the fuck they are they, they're fucking like primal they're basic they're just fucking stumbling around they're like junkies they're like 
it really fucking messes them up. That what's the documentary about the the real zombies? And they and they do attack people. They they're just fucked. And like you got this woman, she's like, it's my brother, but he's been dead for ten years, and it's like he's fucking mind fucked by whatever it was they gave him. Just completely fucking. And she's like, yeah, he's been dead for ten years, but one day he'll die again, and then his soul can be free. And it's like, no, no, he didn't die. He dozy cunt. Like he's like, but in their superstition, he's died and risen again. He's like yeah. a revenant. He's like you know. Um, like a ghoul yeah fucking bizarre um, Trump is intensify but yeah like for me I think plot wise having the umbrella or pre-umbrella they found this plant and this plant had this stuff going on and that uh, I would leave that out because I think it's just a nicer story just to say of, it was made in a lab to just fucking we were fucking around in the lab it don't matter where your ingredients come from because they ain't going to just base it on one thing they're probably going to be getting shit from all the Amazon everywhere just looking at that's what these people do, especially when we move into like uh, modern times with things like CRISPR and like these genetics being able to like modify diseases out of your system before you're born. So you can literally just fuck around with someone's genetics and they are now immune to like AIDS. They can never catch it. It just cannot hurt. Stem cell research. Well, the stem cells even gone away. They don't even need. They don't even need. Um, they can literally create. Genes that do the thing that you want now. Like they're really. We're, we're pretty into. close to like being able to create new life. Not just new life, eternal life as well. Being able to fucking add longevity to I don't life. Being able to reverse, life. being able to re- being able to reverse aging. It's like I've listened to a lot of shit. Uh, shout out to Joe Rogan. <laughs> just a lot of mad fucking people he has on there. He's like geneticists and shit that are doing all this stuff. So I think that would be the route you would go down if you were if you were going to stick to something new because like um as mentioned before i believe that the canon is now reset yeah and that anything after resident evil 2 remake is now no longer canon um rip code veronica because yeah that game's tits i mean at least they like reckoned out five and six yeah do you know after uh, four was the one i gave up on really i really liked four yeah, we'll, we'll, get, we'll, get in, we'll get into that. So now we'll move on to two. And we'll mostly talk about the remake because I don't think there's real reason to discuss the original version of two. No. Now, I thought the remake was fucking awesome. Yes, it was. I thought it was very well made, but who's still playing it now? Well, I mean, it's, do, you know, it's, do you know what I mean? Like, it, wasn't, it, it doesn't have replay value because it's it, just a one-shot it, story. It, it brought out the DLC episodes. Oh, yeah. yeah, there are some DLC. I've not, I've not touched any you of play them. play Sofa, though. Not even that one. No, I mean, he's playing a Tofu is in base game. Love that shit. Yeah, power hunger Tofu base game. Yeah. Um, but with the remake, though, so what I think has come, because like a lot of people are complaining, it's not long enough, it's not this, but this is how video games used to be. Yeah. They used to be little stories. That's what they like a movie. You don't watch a movie and go, oh, that was too fucking short. Like, you, you, well, you might do if the movie's shit and it hasn't been done properly, but you don't watch like a three hour epic and go, could have done Or, or you could watch Avatar where it's like, this film is too long, I wish it would end. Yeah. Or, you know, like, but then I think some ways that because, and I, I blame it slightly on video games, I think that this is why things like the MCU exist mm. because gamers have started getting used to 30, 40 hour experiences as opposed to six to 10 hour experiences in games. Um, and I think by doing that, this is why we get so many unfinished games. You could write a story for a game and it's a 10-hour experience, but then these the, the cunts are going to tell you, we want 25 hours out of that minimum. So now you're going, 
pop out this out shit. Yeah, but like, and then it comes to, you know, as we spoke last time with the development issues and shit that can happen with it and they're fucking forcing games out. I think, I think Resident Evil 2 is such a throwback to just old school video game storytelling. It's perfectly done, but it does, it does fall into the category of it's not going to get game of the year. It's a, it's, it's going to be classed as a blip on the radar because it did not last long. Most people would complete it within the first week of getting it. And I think that it's unfortunate that gamers have gone that way and that they want everything fast-paced and they want everything never-ending, you know? I mean, if you look at, like, another contemporary reference, Devil May Cry 5, it's not, like, a massively long game, but it doesn't matter because it's amazing. Capcom are kind of good at it. Capcom are coming back, like, hard. They're trying to. I think they needed to after, I mean, obviously they get mentioned in that in our previous episode with microtransactions and stuff with the absolute fucking bullshit they did with um, Street Fighter Champion yeah, Edition yeah. or whatever the fuck they yeah it was a bit of a mess um, that maybe they're trying to redeem themselves mm. well, I'd say they succeeded I mean look at Monster Hunter World Dead May Cry 5 so shit yeah I mean I expected microtransactions galore in Monster Hunter World yeah but it's just um, not that it's uh, just... there are some but they're all completely optional you don't need them yeah, it's yeah. like extra emotes or like sticker packs and armor sets yeah. but Really, there is my picture there. Mm-hmm. I never saw them. They're all on mostly on PC. Mm. There are, there are, they, they are there, but like they're not like when you log in. It's not like front and center, like no, like because that's the problem with um, the game we will do definitely do uh, Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Now that was my game of the year last year, Assassin's Creed obviously, but instead of being a game that I would rate at ninety out of hundred. Drops to an eighty-five because of the fucking microtransactions. Yeah, um, you know we don't want to beat the bush on it, but it just it comes up a lot, and I think that unfortunately with games like Resident Evil Two Remake, what they suffer from is trying to be honest and making a good short story game. You know, they're just trying to make a game that um, doesn't suck and has a story and has a good plot, but people go, it's not long enough. Oh, they should have added an online mode. But, but why are you saying all this? It's a battle royale. Yeah, and um, I belong to a couple of a couple of groups that talk about Resident Evil, um, and there there are some fucking retards in the Resident Evil community. There really are. There are just some absolute fucking dicks. Because what unfortunate with the Resident Evil franchise, as opposed to say um, Metal Gear, or as opposed to say a Final Fantasy, or people that are playing you know Persona games like that, as as a franchise and fans of that. A lot of Resident Evil fans are not very sophisticated people. I mean, there's a there's a no, lot. Just fucking... go shoot zombies, and that's that's like there are a lot of dicks that play Resident Evil. <laughs> as a person that's in a lot of Persona posting groups, there's a lot of fucking idiots in those groups as well. Yeah, well, there's idiots. Yeah. In, there's idiots in every fandom. It's a different kind of idiot. It's the worst. Fire them. I mean, there's people that like Yukari. I mean, disgusting. <laughs> the worst has got to be for me is that Assassin's Creed fans. Um, I'm in an Assassin's Creed group and literally it's just Indian dudes posting pictures of themselves in hoodies white hoodies saying I am Punjab Ezio Amore I am the enemy of the Knights Templar and he's got like, a bread knife sticking out of his and I'm like what are you doing and they're being serious I am an enemy to cross on they, they, they're being they're being serious that that's what they <laughs> that's what they're, yeah they're an enemy to bread in general with those knives and, it, and, and my bread. And part of it's kind of part of it's kind of cute, 
because obviously India is only really within maybe the far, last five or six years they've emerged the, the internet, in, in, internet has started taking off in India for reference but, look at T-Series what? but these guys have fucking subscribe immediately fucking they <laughs> they have zero fucking they've just got zero internet knowledge of how to act it's like they're always on they're like the most thirsty motherfuckers on girls posts <laughs> yeah I mean it's <laughs> like, like fucking, fucking Sam Bobs. Uh, Bobs and Virgin fucking bitch lasagna oh, I love that meme so much <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah they're just they're the fucking worst on, on, the, on the topic of um, online modes for Resident Evil I'm surprised I didn't try to include one thing in the remakes because mm. I know technically in the canon it didn't turn up until Resident Evil 3 Mercenaries mode. Oh yeah, Mercenaries mode is awesome. Because they could they could do it in They two. could do that. Have one person playing as Leon, one person playing as Jill. Jill fucking Claire. Jill um, Not even in that. In three. Not even that. Jill. No, no, I mean in two. If they, they were to do it, it in two. Oh, yeah, yeah. Not, not even that, Chris, to be fair. They could have you create your own survivor. And then just have little maps. And instead of doing it in a way like Mercenaries mode is... Make it more like the Mass Effect uh, free online yeah, but that, that, where it's just like waves of fucking shit. Then again, that's, that's shoehorning online. In, in, it in is, and that elements. would that would shoehorn in all the microtransaction shit. That is where you'd see it. Oh, it's like, get better guns, get better this, get better. Yeah, get that one. Get rocket launcher. No, Fuck it, let's give them abilities. The this thing, one. The thing is, though, is that you've... how they did. In Resident Evil, I mentioned the worst game in the fucking series now. Uh, Resident Evil Five. The uh, excuse me. Are you forgetting stuff like Umbrella Corps? They're spin-offs, so yes. They're, they're still shit, though. That's real. I mean, they're real shooters. No. No. I'm thinking of fucking Umbrella Chronicles, no more. Yeah, um, Umbrella Corps and fucking um, Operation Raccoon City. Speaking, well, of Operation Resident Raccoon City. City. Speaking of Resident Evil shooters, because I've got a PlayStation Classic, and I have a legally obtained copy of uh, Resident Evil Survivor, which has come up a few times like that. <laughs> like, people don't even remember this game. I played that game to death. Um, I've got, I've got it on my my PlayStation. Yeah, boy, I mean, one of the ones that I quite enjoyed is a is very low on people's radar for Resident Evil. Mm. Dead Aim. Yeah, about Dead Aim. I, I, I've got. I didn't feel- play it, but I know about it. It was okay. I've got a feeling though that um, playing it on the PlayStation Classic is is going to be near impossible because when I bought the game originally, Resident Evil Survivor, it came with the gun. Yeah. yeah. You had like you couldn't buy it without the gun. It came with a little handgun, hand a really cool little handgun as well. I like the one the time crisis came in. And oh, the massive fucking thing. And obviously, because it's not a rail shooter, because you have to use the. You've got like a button. Yeah, you still have to move the, on the back of yeah. on the back of the gun. It's like left and by a little stick that you move around with. But the gun is free. You don't have. You just aim and shoot, and you haven't got to like press anything apart yeah. from the trigger. It wouldn't work nowadays because most modern TVs won't even pick up a laser on a light gun. Probably not. And it's just like. Um, yeah, so it might be shit because you can play it with a control pad. But why would you? Yeah, because you're going to be moving and you're going to have to hold down. And I think you move, but then when you're in battle, you have to press a button and then it moves your aim around instead. It's either that or it uses one stick for movement and the other stick for the gun. Aimer. Yeah, but this is pre dual stop shock. So it's. Yeah, to think there was a time when dual shock didn't exist. Yeah, the, um, what they did in 5 for the mercenaries mode. I can't say for three because I didn't play Mercenaries Mode in three. It was good. Um, did every character have their own set weapons? Yes. If I remember correctly in three, yeah, you have different mercenaries. Yeah, and if you got to the end, you got the unlimited rocket launcher and the minigun. Yeah. And basically, you've got to kill as many things as possible in your time 
like 15 minute time limit or whatever yeah, it's yeah. Like, you can find icons to increase the time limit yeah but that like that would work on that I wouldn't be opposed to it if that was how it worked but it's the, you have 30 minute time limit and it's like four of you and you have this map and you got to work together and you got to like, almost capture the flag but like you've got to find the T-virus something knocking about on the map or you've got to defend a position against waves or you've got like I wouldn't mind it I mean, like but, horde mode stuff is stuff I really like in games. But the minute you start adding those things to it, you open the gates. To you open right. the gates for it to just be fucking raping whales all day, <laughs> fucking harpooning them and reeling them in. And the Japanese, they, love they fucking love whaling. Oh, so, God, yeah. look at Fire Emblem Heroes, am I right? So yeah, so like Resident Evil Two, it to me is is a perfect example of how a remake. Of how a remake. Yes. Um, I think they did fucking amazing with the story. Um, I really look forward to what they're going to do for free. They, oh, I, I like Ada's bit. I like Ada's bit as well. Um, oh yeah, I, that fucking like magic plot MacGuffin that you can like turn shit off with. Um, I so think they, they go for the entire thing without using another weapon. That's what they They did a huge, um, a huge overhaul with Sherry. Yep. And an orphanage shit and stuff like that. All completely new to this, a way better, better version of that story to me, um, and I just think that they've done it faithfully, but they updated it to, I would say, mid two thousands era with the technology that's in it. Mobile phones exist, but they're not iPhones. They're not. They're not current technology. Yeah. Uh, disk drives exist, stuff like that. So they yeah, kind of, the they, USB stick that you use to get the. Um... Yes, I'm Yeah. So they've like upgraded. They've upgraded like the time period. They completely overhauled um, the system, the way it plays. I think this is the best playing Resident Evil game I've ever played. Yes. They First move. they didn't move into the Resident Evil Four over the shoulder territory too much. Yeah. Um, it's the like, fact that you can move whilst you aim. Is yeah. Big. It's like a mix between original Resident Evil gameplay. The newer Resident Evil game, and then like mixed with something like maybe like a softcore like Gears of War kind of stuff. Yeah, a bit more on that. Yeah, Gears of War, Mass Effect kind of yeah. game, and I, I think they did fucking really well with it. Yeah. Um, they added the the game made me jump multiple fucking times. There was some shit that I was just not fucking ready for. Bit when Mister X shows up and is like, "Yo, what's I was like, this cunt, what's he doing here now?" I'm did, like, "Did you shoot his hat off straight?" Away? Oh, that's the first one I did. Just yeah. like no, I shot. First one I did was shoot him in the dick. Oh man, <laughs> bang, nut shot. Achievement unlocked. No, it didn't matter if that was it. Mr. XX, because he's not an XY. It's all right, it's, spe- it's Speedo. He, he, he's Mr. XX, because he's no longer XY, because you blew his cock off. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so like, uh, we had, like, like I just, I feel like I was fucking tense playing it. Yeah. And I like, uh, yeah. see, a lot of people don't like paranoia, and they no, don't like feeling absolutely. tense. That's why I, I play actually, Silent Hill. I actually enjoy, I actually enjoy the way I react when I'm tense. I enjoyed the way a little bit of paranoia is good. A little bit, a little bit of um, tenseness, a little bit of anxiety is actually quite healthy for you, because if you if you go back through the history of mankind, anxiety exists for a fucking reason. Like it's there to drive you. An- to anxiety is what separates us from the animals. Yeah, it's meant to drive you into into do, into acting your fight flight mode. And I found that the two remake more than maybe any other horror game I've played. At points, happy fuck, you know, jump and like shit, 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 like trying to run away, trying to climb I mean, shit. It doesn't, it doesn't top my my favorite horror game of all time because nothing does, nothing ever will. But 
That actually, speaking of that, Silent Hill 2. Well, Silent Hill is fucking awesome. Silent Hill 1 and 2 are very, very good games. Silent Hill 2 is exactly how to not do a remaster because the remaster completely fucked the game. Um, the Silent Hill franchise another dead fucking franchise. They remastered 2. They did 1, 2, and 3. Well, when we're talking about dead franchises, let, let's, let, let's bring this up. Silent Hill is a dead franchise. Who made it? Don't The kings of killing fucking legitimately good franchises. That's why the PT demo got pulled. Yeah, good, good night, sweet friends. Castlevania, I weep openly. Uh, yeah, literally. Castlevania. You've got Castlevania. You've got, Castlevania, you've got um, Metal Gear. Metal Gear. Silent Hill. Sukadon series. The Vandal Heart series. The Konami were a fucking huge. Even the uh, Pro Evolution Soccer, which I never played. But that was literally like an alternative to FIFA and it sold very fucking well. Yeah, now it's gone because Capcom have just stopped making games unless it's Pachinko. They're fucking losers. Absolute fucking idiots. Um, whereas, and, and you know, I could see a couple of years ago, I was thinking Capcom's going to end up the same way. And I've got a feeling that the PS3 um, Street Fighter basically saved the company. And the Marvel vs. Capcom. In, uh, Marvel vs. Capcom 3. Yeah, I think yeah. I think those and the little spouts of Resident Evil in between saved the saved the company from going under. Because yeah. what else were they fucking doing? They'd stopped making Devil May Cry. Until now. Until now. But they had stopped. They had kind of... And they backed away. You weren't hearing about big Capcom releases. They are releasing almost like indie, indie games. I mean, they made DMC, but less said about Did that. Did they matter. make that? Though? Did Capcom make that? No, that was Did fucking not? Ninja Theory. Yeah, it was a completely different... Oh, I thought Capcom made their foot in. No, no, yeah, it was like someone so else... Ninja like, Theory or Team Ninja? One of the two. I think it was Ninja... Because it was Ninja Theory. Team Ninja is the people that made Dead or Alive. Yes. Well, they fucking... They don't have one after me. Oh, mate, the, the season passed in Dead or Alive 6. There's a season pass in Dead or Alive. Yeah, it's like 100 and something quid. Yeah. What the fuck? Quid. Yeah. And it literally is just more scantily clad skins. And, and it's annoying because I'm much in I it. Just As a fighting game, I really like Dead or Alive. Dead or Alive is an amazing fighting game. Good fighting game. Yeah. But they're like they're pushing tits too much. <laughs> it's one of those weird things, right? So obviously Capcom had done the opposite by making Claire wear more clothes. <laughs> Essentially, right? Yeah, she doesn't have a like biker jacket and her booty shorts. I mean, you well, it's, an op- it's an op- it's an optional, yeah. And same as the Urza Walker thing's optional, which is worth doing because it's you know as we said before, it's our shots for days. Um, when wearing that, because it's like skin tight. Um, if you're in, if you're into our shots, I like our shots. Yeah. So, unfortunately, they haven't got the same for Leon. That's unfortunate. You know. I mean, someone's modded the. Um... I wanted to see Leon in an emo <laughs> skin, with the tight jeans on and. Uh, I mean, the closest you get is like his um, old police cadet style one. Yeah. There's nude yeah. uniform. But I mean, like n- nude mods. Sorry, I've seen nude. Ha- mods. How, oh, how is he able to run away from the zombies if he's wearing a fucking like pair of jeans so fucking tight it's like a vacuum around his dick? <laughs> we don't run away, motherfucker. Fight him. It's like that's not how Resident Evil works. I mean, it would, make, it would make his ass like too. This is how Matthew works in the sofa. To be fair, though, like. Um, I didn't have a problem in Resident Evil 2 Remake at all with finding enough bullets. I was going to say, the whole, the whole thing about Resident Evil is that it's meant good. to be like ammo scarcity that makes you fucking like super Panic. conservative. Yeah. No, man, a couple of shots, knock them down, start stabbing. It's like Code Veronica X. It's like, like, if you play Code Veronica X and you're actually using the grenade launcher before hacking through the game, 
you may as well just stop playing yeah. because you're going to get to halfway through the game and you're like, oh, this boss, I can't kill him. Game over. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, that's actually really poor design, but it doesn't bother me because I know that it's coming. I can't remember much of the differences between Code Veronica X and Code Veronica. Not a lot. It just it's basically a just better. a touch-up. The right this cut. Because I've played both. And I can't think. Of, I haven't played the original Code Veronica. Because I, well, I was one of the people that jumped on the Dreamcast the day, like as soon as it came out. My condolences. I mean, there, there is oh, an mate, unfortunate thing. It, it, to be honest, the Dreamcast Power Stone. That's Power Stone, yeah. <laughs> no, and um, Fantasy Star Online, motherfucker. I, I, I played <laughs> Fantasy Star Online on the GameCube. Sonic Adventure One. I don't like. Sonic, Sonic Adventure no. was good. Um, no, I had Crazy Taxi, which I liked. Crazy Taxi, it's very. Oh, it is an arcade game. But the, the Dreamcast had some good fucking games on it. I think it's a very, very underrated system. What they fucked up with... Piracy. Which, piracy. Because yeah. it was just... You could put VCDs in it. Yeah. Which weren't, we never took off, but you could get VCDs and just put games on it and fucking have them. You could copy games. You could go to a shop, Blockbuster, rent games, and copy it to a VCD and put it in your fucking thing. Just so Marvel vs. Capcom 1. Yeah. And I bought um, a memory stick, uh, not even a memory stick, what the fuck was it? No, it was a disc. Um, I bought a disc off eBay for 20 quid. And in that disc, it had, you, you put it in the um, in the Dreamcast, and it had something like 40 games on this one disc. And I had like, I bought a couple. It a fucking big disc. It was, it was, especially at the time. But like, I bought a couple of them. So I had one that was like whack all Mega Drive games, but then it's like whack SNES games. Like, it's like, did they not look at what this system can do? Before? I mean, it's, a, it's obviously like a decent emulation console. Yeah, it? it's like, it was just the pissest thing. What would happen is you, it would run like a sort of, uh, almost like an old, um, when, you, when, you, when you used to fire up a PC back in the day and you get your DOS. Yeah, yeah. When you put the disc in, it would boot up like this blue screen DOS window looking thing. And then you would click a couple, it would tell you, you, you click a few things and it just loads up all this shit. And um, yeah, so like my Dreamcast, like, uh, I ended up selling it in the end because I just stopped playing it. Um, but the online chat, there was online capabilities on it. It was, it, was it, it, was, it was like, it was ahead of its time. Way ahead of As a console. And it played well online. That was the weirdest thing. It, like, this is running on dial-up, you know, and there was no broadband. There was no fiber optics. 56k, wasn't it? Yeah, it was just yeah. fucking dial-up. And, Speed. And yeah. you could just play people online in games. Yeah, and it's like fucking um, Fantasy Star Online. So that was like that was a subscription fucking MMO for the fucking Dreamcast. Yeah, it, was, it was completely free on the the Dreamcast. Was it? You just bought the game. I was gonna say you had to have a fucking Hunter's Pass on um GameCube and PC. Yeah, but they probably didn't, yeah, but by that time then when the when when did the Dreamcast come out? Two thousand, two thousand and one. Yeah, I think it was like two thousand. Yeah. Yeah. They, they just hadn't... MMOs weren't really a big thing. They, I don't think they thought shit through. I was going to say, I mean, that's really unfortunate because that is two years before the PlayStation 2. Yeah. And the PlayStation 2 was a fucking market behemoth and it would kill at every other console. Well, it killed, it killed Dreamcast. Yeah, right? absolutely. Um, Dreamcast was maybe the first nail in the car thing for the N64. Mm. Because that split people. But, I mean, I'm sitting there thinking, I've got a Dreamcast... I never really got into the N64, to be honest. Oh, oh no, I loved my N64. Like, I, but then... And Majora's I, Mask, man, come on. You see, I'm not a big Zelda fan, <laughs> genuinely. Pokemon Stadium 2? 
not that big. I'm not that big a Pokemon fan either. Perfect me. Dark. Perfect Dark was good. Golden Eye. Golden Eye. Yeah. Um, have you? Um, have I shown you the the stupid mod you can get for Resi Two? Which one? Fucking Beach Boy mod for Mr. X. Oh God. Is it? it Imagine being chased down by that. Yeah, we've seen. Grant showed me that. The dude in his pants. That's hot. Oh, Mr. X, Mr. give fucking me that giant mutant D, mate. Mr. Sex. Oh. <laughs> fucking Mr. Rex, your asshole. Well, that's what I'm looking at, because <laughs> I'm looking at making a couple of Resident Evil memes, and I'm trying to think of a good one with that picture of him like that. Oof. I, I, but the only, every time I see it, I just start thinking of Jojo. I don't know why. Like, there's something about Jojo's that. Jojo's pretty gay, dude. There's something about Mr. X in a pair of pants that... <laughs> You see, I, I can wear a nice big badge that says JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I read the fucking manga nowadays. So I just don't have the time to read read comics. Dude, I, I read like the whole of Part Five and the whole of Part Six in two weeks. I haven't read The Walking Dead in months. Yeah, and I've been reading that since it came out. Yeah. Um, so it's been one of those fucking things where just you know. I work and I'm trying to do more productive things with my time. So things like promoting this podcast, um, trying to trying to just do, you know, just stuff that kind of like, oh, what can I do myself that can better my situation or better, like, you know, and I'm thinking, I'm going that way. So apart from playing games, I haven't had much time for anything other, but then playing games is also, when you have a podcast like this, Kind of part of the job description of hosting the fucking yeah. podcast. You can't, you can't not be playing games and keeping up to date on game news. And uh, speaking of Walking Dead, we will do a Walking Dead episode, and that has zombies in it, as does Resident Evil. Yeah. So I, I, I win segueing it back in. That that is the most on point segue to to doing it because uh, God, to imagine a, a Resident Evil slash Walking Dead crossover game, that could be the tits. That'd be lit. Um, I'm not sure how true it is. But I have seen rumours of a PUBG mod, but I think it's only for mobile, where it is a Resident Evil 2 crossover for the remake. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm just not that interested in PUBG. I'm not interested in, like... Neither am I. It just seems an interesting crossover. It seems a actually interesting weird crossover. No, I, saw, I saw a video of a Japanese-only arcade fucking um, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Battle Royale. Oh, shit. That's what I'm... Speaking of JoJo, right? Really? Yeah, it looks really good. So the JoJo reference. Um, oh, is that a fucking JoJo reference? Because I got this PS Classic. Yeah. There's a JoJo game on PlayStation One. Or event, uh, or Evento. I'm like, what the fuck is this? I'm, I, you, I, you are aware JoJo's Bizarre Adventure started in 1987. I, well, yeah, because because <laughs> yeah. when I started watching it, or saying it to you, I was like, this is fucking old. Like, and I yeah, but they remastered. Yeah, you were like, you were like, don't watch. I was that. like, you're watching <laughs> the wrong one, dude. <laughs> well, like, this is fucking old. But then I was like that because I'm just with other stuff like that, like Berserk. I had oh, watched mate. Berserk originally, but when I say originally, original- not in the eighties. I was watching it in the late nineties, like in Japanese with with fucking subtitles. So when they when they released the movie arc, the three the three yeah, the golden age like, movies. Holy shit, that's all. And I actually prefer them to the original in terms of how it looks and how it's voice acted. But the original is deep. And it's dark as fuck. It's like the, the the eclipse bit of Berserk is like when people are talking about most shocking shit you see in anime. I was like, watch Berserk. 
It's, it's pretty tame up until towards the end, and then sweet fucking Jesus, it escalates. It comes out of nowhere. Yeah, it's like it's like it's pretty grounded in reality. If you ignore the fact that guts can haul around a sword that probably weighs more than him. I mean, that's fine. And fucking the newest Resident Evil animated thing, fucking Leon boots a bike at Tyrant. Yes, yes, Vendetta. It's a good film. Yeah, it's good. But there is some dumb shit in that film. There's dumb shit in Resident Evil. Full stuff. The scene in the um, corridor. I love that scene. Boulder punching. So we've done. <laughs> we've, so, we've, so we're now up to Resident Evil Three. Yeah. We don't really need to say much about that because the plot of Resident <laughs> Evil Three is kind of irrelevant. It, it, it's it's not much of a plot. It's just Jill needs to get out. The only thing that needs to be said about Resident Evil Three is it's the fucking tits and you should play it. Yeah. It's, it's a, a really fucking, fucking good, good game. game. It's a really really good game. Um, to how can I word it? Just act like as an action game. Yeah. At the time, it's a lot more arcadey. Yeah. It's, it's it's less survival horror. It's just a lot of fun. It's like you're jail. You need to get out of the city. You start also, you man. have this absolutely unstoppable machine of death following you. Yeah. That maybe, unless you're really good at the game. That maybe that maybe yeah. that maybe wants to fuck you. Because oh, did you got... did you see how he fucked um what's his face outside of um what Brad? Just like sticks a dildo in his mouth. Hard as somebody killed the game. Get yeah, right. the nemesis is a fucking weird villain because obviously it's programmed to be obsessed with the stars. Yeah, he's basically created to eliminate stars. But it's like he's it's almost like he's become. As you're playing it, it's almost like he's becoming a bit more sentient with his feelings towards stars. Like, it's not just, I must kill stars. It's just like, I'm now obsessed with Jill. Yeah. Like, it's fucking bizarre. And I hope they play into that a bit more. And Because one thing I did like about the film is when they kind of humanise it and you realise it was her boyfriend or whatever that they turned into the fucking um, the, the, like, nemesis. Like, while I wouldn't want that, Imagine if they turned around and said they made the me- nemesis off a fucking forest body. Yeah. And they just threw something like that in there, and now Jill starts realising that. Wait, isn't Forrest the first zombie in one? The guy who's like just there. No, Forrest is the guy who get the grenade launcher off. Yeah, he's sat Jill. on the outside. He's the, he's the one that um was outside the conservatory. That gets, that gets oh, pecked yeah, when you pick up the grenade launcher and you get like the dogs and shit. Yeah, yeah. The, the crows get him. He's yeah. the one that got like pegged to death by the crows. But it's like imagine if they, imagine if they just wrote in this is how we're doing it in this one. Mm. Yeah, they took his body after that and they made it into the fucking nemesis, oh. and then they could do little flashbacks that Jill was fucking him, and maybe that like do you know what I mean? Like so, ne- so ne- <laughs> you know what? Like Umbrella could be far more successful is if they just injected everybody with the fucking Veronica X virus. Because if you look at fucking um, Alexia, but this is where it gets fucking weird <laughs> because this is where it gets weird because. See, Code Veronica is my. I'm with you. Veronica it's my, is it's my fucking. Resident it's my favorite Resident Evil game, but that one group of people went here, and the other group of people went here, and they wouldn't talk to each other, and they were doing their own thing. That shit is what needs to be kept out. Now, I would like a Code Veronica remake, but I'd want it to tie in more with. No, they didn't go separate ways. This is just another lab, and these cunts knew what they were doing. They weren't competing viruses. They were going back and forth with shit. And that the guys in Raccoon City were perhaps trying to replicate the Veronica experiment. Yeah, you see, the thing and is, that's like, what they were really after. The whole thing that's is like, Alfred is one of the fucking chairman of Umbrella. And he had his own little island. It was also a prison. So it's really weird. Have you read the um, Resident Evil novels for the first game? No. Wesker was never meant to survive. Really? He just became a fan favourite. So they let him live. 
Mm. Yeah, because obviously there's like zero. You you don't hear about Wesker again until four, three. He's mentioned. He's, he's only mentioned. Yeah, but I think you pick up files and shit. And yeah, he, like, I, think, I think he's mentioned in three, but he plays an active part in Veronica. Yeah. Oh, he does play an active part in Veronica. Because he shows up and he just beats the shit out of you. Yeah, and you're like, hang on a minute, how did this come get like that? Because he realizes he's experimenting on you know, himself. At end, and, you know, at the end of one, he was impaled by a tyrant. And that's kind of. That was what was meant to kickstart his regeneration from the T virus that was already in him. Yeah. So, the plot of the rest of the games. Yeah, I was going to say, because his T-virus only activates on um, Death. cells that are dead. So yeah, that kicked in in the game, in the novels. He was fucking hacked to death by the um, zombie monkeys in the fucking Umbrella Lab. Wow. So, we got three plot-wise. Isn't much of a plot. No. But Co- it's still Code Veronica is a deep plot. Oh, Code Veronica like, is like fucking is, full of plot. Because it's like full of years. This, the, these cunts have been doing it for like 40 years when you get to the... Like more than that. 50, 60 years. They're like immortal. Like, like it's yeah. fucking fucked up. And there's all this stuff with the twins and they're torturing the... Like it's fucking weird. Like I think like probably out of like all the villains in the, um, the Resident Evil games, I think Code Veronica has the strongest set. Yeah. And then you look at like Alfred and Alexia. That weird so. gimp fucking thing that you have to fight. Alfred. <laughs> Alfred is a big gimp. When you fight him in the fucking ice pit with his fucking shitty ass sniper rifle. It's just been so long since I played. No, you fight this like fucking twisted up little fucking tied up mummified thing. It's cool. I know you fight fucking. Um, but oh, it just looks name? like it looks like some sort of like Voldo type. Voldo. Zombie, yeah, like some fucking weird thing. I can't remember what it is. Bald fucking thing you have to fight. Um, so kind of like the precursor to the fucking regenerators and um, now we move on to 4 because see this is where I gave up with Resident Evil because I just did not like the changing gameplay it wasn't for everyone but it it was a sign seemed, of the times yeah it seemed yeah it was very much going with the flow instead of doing a square enix and trying to catch up with the flow and failing but in fact actually no if you look at it like Resident Evil 4 was probably the game that started the massive over-the-shoulder movement. Yeah. I think so, yeah. Yeah. And then everything was just like, this actually works really well, let's take it and improve on it, and then you got shit like Gears of War. Yeah. Yeah, which basically mastered it, really. I'll, I'll, it also I'll, mastered chest-high walls. I would put I would put Mass Effect in there as well, but I think Mass Effect's gameplay plays less of a shooter. More than, of an RPG. And more of an RPG, because it's more tactics. Especially involved, one. Yeah, um, which they recently added to backwards compatibility on the Xbox. Oh, no, I don't know. Nice. Xbox. Yeah, no. So I have a three sixty like in my room somewhere. Yeah, I've got three sixty hidden in another. Well, hidden in the room next to this one here, um, and I've got all, I've got not all my three sixty games because I fucking sold a load of them when I got I lo- when I, I, I was moving. I, over. I left all of my three sixty games in Wales when I moved away. Yeah, that's because you're a cunt. That's all my PS three games as well. Yeah, and my PS three. That, that, that's the dumbest um, yeah so well no because now there's good PS3 emulators out yeah yeah, yeah. Um, I've heard about uh, emulating via your PS4 you just can't use it online if you're doing it but you, when you boot it up if you choose not to boot up the emulating system on it you can just use it normally your PS4 but if you choose, if you boot it up and choose to use the emulator, if you go online, Sony will shut your fucking computer, shut it down and brick it. 
because they know that you fucked with you, yeah. yeah. And I think you can just down straight up download games and play them for the like brand new PS4 games and do that as well. But it has basically go it goes into the system. It doesn't do it doesn't it's got the software built into it. They just never activated it. Well, yeah, but apparently, like they're not, they were gonna fuck around with that, but now there's like news of like um, the PS5 being completely backwards compatible with everything. Yeah, but 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 what this this emulator thing? I watched a big video on it. And I was like, it's eh, interesting, but I don't want to get banned from PSN, and I don't want to. I mean, the last thing I want is for my PS4 to get bricked. Yeah. So, but what the and it's just like all it takes is to fucking accidentally just go what's on store and not realize what I've logged into the fucking yeah. Um, or you buy a separate. I was gonna say it's either that or you make a burner account. Yeah, buy a separate one that you don't go on PSN with, that you do not plug into the internet, and you just use that. That would be the way of doing. it. Yeah, you just always have like connect to internet turned off. Yeah, but essentially, what it says is when you go into it, no, 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 the PS4 has built into it backwards compatibility for the PS1, PS3, and PS2. It's already in it. They just turned it off. It, all you're doing with this emulator thing, you're not even doing... What it does is, it's like opening a debug mode and you go on, 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 done. But the minute you do that, you've completely unlocked the fucking console. Uh, it's almost like um, jailbreaking it, basically. Yeah. But it's just mad... It, it, to me, it's madness that this shit exists on the PS4. And they well, yeah, that's because go, they're trying to get money from you buying them on the store. Well, they still could. But just make it because they do work on a store because there are some PS2 games that they have put on the store. There are some. I know I bought a couple of them. There are some Dark Chronicle. I mean, yeah. there are some which are on the US store only and not on the UK store. Legend of Dragoon. <laughs> Fucking DDS2. DDS2. Uh, it's just dumb shit. It's dumb. It, honestly, like, because now on on it, I know it's recently been the most recent update. If you go down to on the PlayStation store, it says region, and you can change your region, on a on a store and it shows you the games on any other region but it won't let you get but it won't let you get them. so what the fuck is the point in that and what's the point in changing your region if well, you can't yeah, let them do it? it it's like I don't, yeah it's a, it's a strange one um, but yeah so like there are emulators to go back because I, I never played Resident Evil 4 maybe I should well I did play it I played it when it came out Is that it did have two player capabilities as well no, no. or was that five that's five. Because yeah. Yeah, I played it when it first came out and I was like, a uh, person I was living with at the time, um, they, were, they were massively into it. And I basically watched them play four because I was like, oh, it's just not for me. If given the option, skip five. Yeah. Then I, I played five because I just co-opted, but in and out, like not all the time. And then I gave up after five, that. Five's not good. Oh God, it's... It could have been worse, but you have you almost have to play it with two people because your AI companion is fucking dense. The black chip. Yeah. Feather. Good addition. Actually, a half-decent character, to be fair. Hot as fuck. Yeah, um, I would. But the game... <laughs> yeah, from what? So, because, because my memory on those two is so fucking lax... What's the what's the what's the, the narrative? Because that's the Resident Evil fans love to use narrative. The narrative of four. Of four and five. Four is uh, rescue the president's daughter. Yeah, you're sent as Leon to rescue the president's daughter. So it's now he's, he's still working for the police and he's now working for the government. So it's escape from New York. Pretty much. 
Um, and when no. you get there, there is Snake just resting. a cult which has got the last Plagas Parasite, which is the main, this version of the T-Bar. The MacGuffin. The MacGuffin. It, it causes people's heads to explode, and they like, turn into like hentai monsters. It basically turns anyone who's infected into a hive mind, that just to be controlled. The entire point of the um, thing was just to make everyone subservient to the government. So at this point, they've stepped so far away from the first three games. Yeah, because this one's set, set in um, Europe. Mm-hmm. But not, but like it's not even. It doesn't matter where it's set to me. It's just like oh, it's not this umbrella yeah, well, core. It's, it's, it's detached anymore. from the core plot. Yeah, it, it's, it's still kind of to do with umbrella. Because they're the ones orchestrating everything. Uh, this is but everything like, always do them, brother. Once they remake three, and if they remake Code Veronica, as well, I have a feeling that they will make a not remake four. I have a feeling they'll just have like a new continuation. I don't think four needs to be remastered because it's on every fucking console under the sun anyway. But I think they might do it like a following story and wipe that out because to me. Just from hearing you say, because my memory of it is just literally like, I was like, I'm bored with this. Um, and the same with five. I remember just thinking, the fucking stories in these two I games never, I never are, finished five. I thought the okay. stories in them are not as good as the previous stories. No. And separating everyone like that as well. So what, Jill and Chris never refined each other. Claire and Leon just go their separate fucking way. Like, it just seems dumb. Nah, Claire, to Claire and Leon have to fuck to continue the Redfield bloodline. The worst meme in existence. Yeah. <laughs> the most overplayed meme in existence. It's not as bad as the fucking um, Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney fucking fandom, mate. Oh, it's about fucking Nick and Maya. Uh, I mean, there is a game. I'm not entirely sure where, well, what, where in the time it's actually set. But it was originally meant to be a spin-off. Revelation? Yeah. Revelations 1 was really fucking good. Yeah. Because it was it was originally brought out for the DS. Or it's meant to be a remake of um, Resident Evil RPG. So on a cruise ship. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there, I remember there was um, a Game Boy game. On yeah, Resident Evil RPG. Yeah. That's the one. Yeah. I so had, they were, they no, were seen, in the oh, DS. Oh no! Was it Game Boy? Or was it Game Boy Advance? Game Boy. I had, whatever it was, I had it. It's one of them. I think it might be Game Boy. Yeah. The original. It's not good. It's quite bad actually. Yeah. But I played it. I played the. They they brought it out for like most consoles now as well. But oh, I, I played it on 3DS. And even that was a handheld game. I thought Revelations was originally for 3DS. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. But when they brought it out on like PS4 and Xbox 360. And I did, it was like chapters. And... That was Revelations 2, and which is not, not good. No. So, but yeah, so I skipped all that shit. Um, Revelations is good. Right? Revelations I don't, even, really I don't even know good. if you need if you need to really. See, I like the idea of like you go on a cruise ship because a cruise ship is massive. For a start, and like that's an it, but it's massive, but it's also an enclosed space. Yeah. You can't just get off you can't, it. Can't like just escape a boat no. in the middle of the ocean. And like if it's if it's fucking taken in by zombies and shit, now, that's what I'd like to see in something like Walking Dead. Like oh look, a fucking cruise ship is floating near where they live, so we're gonna go board it and see what supplies yeah. and shit are. Terrible idea, truly. It is, but then what's worse, terrible idea? Because if the fucking thing crashes into land. You're gonna have five thousand zombies. Get off it. That's a horde. Just get off it. So, like, you've got to do something. You've got to sink it. Like, then do they wash up? So I like the idea of that. Um, and then yeah, so five is the African one. Yep. It's and it's basically just killing 
like African zombies. It's like an African version of Last Plagueis. And they like, and I, as Bur- far as Buros. I, Buros. as far as I remember, they like fucking charging at you, running at you. You got to run up like fucking. Yeah, you got like ones with bags over the heads with chainsaws and shit. Yeah, it's like it. it, it well, like, chainsaw zombies exist in one, ones with like tribal shields, which are apparently fucking bulletproof. Yeah, see, because this is where the franchise lost me. Because I was like, this is now House of the Dead. That's kind the House of, of the it, Dead is better. That's kind of what it went into. It just went into like just it's like that other fucking um, I can't remember the name of it. The one we were in the mall, the Capcom. Oh, oh fucking um, Dead, Dead Rising. Rising. Yeah, and they just put this mad shit in there that makes yeah. no fucking sense. I'd, I'd rather play fucking House of the Dead than Dead or uh, Dead or Alive. What? Okay, <laughs> Resident Evil Five, to be honest. And then six, I didn't touch because I was like, no, I haven't I, touched I'm, it like, I'm done with the fucking franchise. I like six. Yeah. Yeah. Devil's Advocate. What? Because only because it's set into three different camp or four if you count ages, which you get at the which you get when you beat all three. It's set into three different campaigns, and unlike most games now, you don't have to go through all of them in order. Unless you don't in order, yeah. So it's not like you know you do some missions as let's take Devil May Cry as an example, where you do some missions as V, yeah. some as Dante, some as Nero. Yeah. So let's play. It's literally like, you pick a campaign and you do it. Let's play Leon's, which is alright. Let's play Jake's, which is also alright. Leon's is very reminiscent of Resident yeah. Evil Two. Which is Because right. it is actually, it's proper zombies, it is a survival horror. Jake's is more like Resident Evil 3, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Apart from you can punch holes through walls. Yeah, because it's his son. And then 7 is like Spoilers. a completely standalone story. Seven, seven's, seven, uh, seven's not, I wouldn't say Seven's alternate universe, but no, it's completely separated from Yeah, it. it's separated. I know, see, because 7 does interest me. I've seen a lot of people playing. No, 7's seven. good. 7's really good. And and like the story seems like, like it's part of that kind of that hive mind play, stuff. Play 7 in VR. It's an experience. The hive mind stuff comes into it because all these people in this house have got this fucking brain connection with it and you're just looking for your sister or something. You're just a random dude. you got PS4, right? Yeah. I should get Tian to lend you his fucking PlayStation VR. Yeah. Play play 7 in VR. It's a, it's a thing. Yeah, yeah, and, it, it, and it, again, it looks like a small focus story. It doesn't look like it's meant to be a massive game. It's this house and these people's family grounds. It's meant to be reminiscent of one. And yeah, it, it looked good. It looked like a return. But see, this is where I think they're smart. This is where I think Capcom are smart because Seven being a standalone means that technically, if they wanted to wipe out any game after the remakes, they could just make eight. They could make eight. Yeah. And do you know what well, I mean? No, and they you say just... that, but there are characters that are mentioned in Seven that do exist in the previous game. Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember who it is. They mentioned Chris. Don't... Well, they, they can mention Claire. Chris. Did they mention They Claire? can mention Chris and they can mention Claire. It's, it's, it's not, that's not a problem because these people exist in one, two, and three. Yes. Yeah. I oh, think, so you're talking about wiping out after I Code think, I think that Four, five, and six will probably be wiped from the either canon. With the massive impact to like video games and the like company as a whole, I don't think they would remove four from the canon. No. Five and six they probably would. Or they'll remake four, but they'll remake it in a way like they have with this, but they change shit and they just take out shit they don't want. Or they'll just release a new Resident Evil 4. And it's a completely new story. I just, I just have this feeling with just from the way they did Resident Evil 2 and how, to me, it resets canon. Yeah, that, that, That's my opinion of it. When you remake a game, the most recent released game 
is the most recent canon. Well, the most recent canon in Resident Evil is Resident Evil 2. That's the most recent version of events. And it changes the version of events. And it changes like how certain things were done. Like I said, you get more with Ada. You get more with Sherry. They kind of delve into that more. You get more with Birkin's wife. You see a way, way more in this than you did in the in the original. Oh, they in the original Ada's just boots off an edge. Yeah. yeah. And like you get to hear their reasoning. You get to see you get to see more of Birkin turning. You you get to fight him more. And I just think that in doing that, and then they leave it they leave it with the ending where, you know, like you've got to fight him as the tentacle fucking cunt on the on the on the train. And they never, ever showed you what happens next with that in the Resident Evil games. They didn't show you when the yeah, train stops. Yeah, in the original Resident Evil 2, like, fighting him on the train was the final boss. Yeah. When Resident Evil 2 ends, and Leon and Claire goes their separate ways, you do not find out what the fuck happened until Code Veronica, and until yeah, Resident four. Evil 4. I think that you're going to get the free remake... And then you're going to get a Leon and Claire game with Sherry as a sequel. And I think they're going to change a lot of shit. Now, whether that means that they just shoehorn Leon into Code Veronica and they go there together. I was going to say, yeah, because he pretty much doesn't exist in Code Veronica. Yeah. Um, you get Steve. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, he's shit. The only good thing about Steve is his fucking guns. Hey, mate, you know what they say about people who wear chokers? They have a PhD in sucking dick. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't even trust Steve to be good at that. He's Steve is a fuck. I mean, it doesn't matter because Steve, spoilers he dies anyway. Rip. Steve, much like Leslie, is a PhD in faggotry, so it's. Uh... Hey, he likes wasting ammo with his golden lugers. Yeah, and he just jumps out window and he's like, yeah. Just, just let him die is the best. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't feel anything. For Steve. I mean, there, there is a character which recurs in the canon in one other game. Sherry's in six. She's the second character in Jake's campaign. Yeah, she's older by that point. She's like teenager. Yeah, but see, I, again, mad she's immortal anyway. I don't. Yeah. I, I don't it's mind. Mine. I don't mind Sherry being brought up later on in the game. I just think that now we can now we can discuss the Netflix, yeah. un, Resident Evil universe. Now, I they looking at Netflix, looking at the way they drop Marvel. Looking at them picking up Umbrella Academy and picking up other universes, looking at what they're doing with Castlevania. <laughs> Public service announcement and Umbrella Academy has nothing to do with Resident Evil. Yeah, it does not. It's good, it's good though. I've heard, I've heard good um, things. And I just watched this um, Love, Death and Robots thing. Brand new, they just released it on there. I heard about it. It's fucking, it's, it's good. Um, very left wing, politically driven. First episode's like, you raped me. And I'm a woman, and I'm a strong woman, and I can fight the men in the, the game with the beast. It's all, it's all like there, there, there's a lot of those elements in it, but fuck me, is it good? It's good. It's graphic. They're like fifteen minute episodes, uh, all CGI animation. Um, first episodes like that. The next, the second episode is more like Wally, which is actually my favorite Pixar movie. Very underrated film. And it's like these basically these three robots walking around in the apocalypse and they're trying to work out like humans. Um, spoiler, spoiler alert for anyone who's looking at watching it. Um, how they kill themselves is basically we polluted the environment and died. And then they find this cat and um, Fucking meow. like when they're stroking it, they're like, it's making a sound. I think it's going to blow up 
And then one of them looks for its memory banks and went, they used to play a game called Exploding Kittens. I think we're doomed. <laughs> like, they think the cat's going to blow up. It's really fucking funny. Like, it's, it's really good. And it gets to the end of it, and they're like, yeah, it seems that uh, the downfall of human civilization right at the end, and the cat's like following them around. Like, right, at hum- the end of su- human civilization wasn't just the death of the environment. Apparently, they gave felines opposable thumbs. And then the cat just stands Ooh. up and he goes, yes, once I could open my own cans of tuna, they were fucking doomed. <laughs> <laughs> it really fucking that's, that's it's real good. as fuck. It's, it's so, it, and, and, and then oh God, they go, the advert. so then they go to him, so you don't, um, you don't explode, do you? And then all these other cats come like running in, the, the building they're in, there's like thousands of them, and he went, you don't keep stroking me, you won't find out. Like, and they're like, <laughs> oh dear. Because <laughs> then all these cats just want their attention. And they're like, we have to stroke them because they might blow up. And that's kind of how they feel. The, the cats play them. It's quite funny. <laughs> so they'll become stroking robots for eternity. And then they've got like an episode that's kind of like a bit like um, Starship Troopers with these like bug aliens. Like, such, it's a really it, like there's little and then this is one about this like uh, this like lap dancer woman and like she looks out the window and she sees a man murdering a woman in the room. And she's like, oh shit, there's a guy murdering. And he's he's looking at her and he's like, wait, wait, wait. And he chases after her because the woman he murdered is her. And then he chases her around the town. And then like he's going after her. She's running away because this guy's a murderer. And, she, and he's chasing her because he's like, why am I looking? Like, what the fuck? Is it is like it? a fucking loop? Yeah. And then when it gets around to the bit where they're back in the room again, she kills him. Then she looks out the window and, he and he's her. seeing her kill yeah. him and it starts again. And it's like, that is a head fuck. <laughs> How many episodes is this? I don't know. There's quite a few because they're only, they're only short. And that sounds one, really cool, actually. And it's, it's um, do you remember the Animatrix? Yes. Yeah, it's like that where it's different directors, different art styles in each one. Um, some episodes, are, the first episode is kind of a bit like Alita. Like uh, they're genetically connected to like these weird beasts, and they fight in this arena type thing, and like uh, whereas arena is like a sports game that they play. Yeah, um, yeah it's yeah, love, death, and robots. It's fucking, mm-hmm. it's really good. I, I, I might I, have to look into that. That sounds okay. pretty cool. And there's one about yogurt taking over the world. <laughs> it becomes sentient, and it tells them what to do, and then they ignore it, and then they cause for financial collapse. So it comes in, it goes right, sign over the presidency to me. And then it creates like a utopia, but then it figures out lights. Uh, it figures out light speed travel and just fucks off and leaves you inside. <laughs> I mean, I that I I'm down for that kind of future. That sounds lit as fuck, mate. I'm really feeling it. Uh, I, I well, Netflix one. are good at making some stuff. Right, I would not mind the sentient yoga taking over Parliament right now. Yeah, I mean, it's better than our Parliament. So, well, I've been again. Maybe sidetracking, but I've been thinking a lot about politics. Um, That's never healthy. But in in a, in kind of a different way than ever before. Um, I think that we've got to a point now where actual political parties is what's harming the political system. That instead of voting for the party you like or the party you most agree with, you vote for their motives. No, you should vote for individual people. Mm. Who is the best for the job? Like, you don't vote... No one is a party anymore. They're all standalone people, and they all say what they believe in and who they should be. And then you vote, right, who do I actually want running it and overseeing it all? Who's the overseer? 
who's the fucking going to be the best economic expert out of this bunch of people that want that job? Do you know what I mean? And like, then on each thing, your vote, yeah, your voting papers are going to be fucking long. Put it on an app. I can do my banking on an app. Do you know what I mean? That's secure as fuck. You are not breaking into someone's mobile banking. You don't hear about that often. Unless someone's a dozy cunt, tells people their password or whatever. You could put voting on an app. You put voting on an app, on, on an app, you put it on, you put like a live debate thing on every channel at like Thursday night at fucking nine o'clock. Every TV channel in the UK has this fucking thing on. You get to hear 10 minutes from each person who wants to run. Yeah, it's a couple of hours long. And as you're going through, as they're talking, you, you go vote. bop, 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 and vote, and it's done, and it's dealt with. Ain't fucking difficult. I think one of the biggest problems at the minute is that all the political parties are just voting against each other. They're just fighting all the time. Yeah. They backstab each other, they're fighting all the time. No one can agree on anything. But I think it's very, very ridiculous for people to say, I'm a right winger, or I'm a left winger. Like, how can, what, you believe in everything they say? Like, how yeah. can, you can't subscribe to every single fucking policy and every idea they have. Because some it, of them are going to conflict. Yeah, some of them, some of them are definitely going to conflict. And I think the best way to do it is, instead of voting for political parties, I want Conservatives to win. I want Labour to win. I want Lib Dems to win. I want Green to win. No, you have the list of people and you vote for the best one for each fucking job. <laughs> Which one isn't a total cunt? Yeah. You go, oh, who's going to be the best Prime Minister? Well, these five people want the job. What are their credentials? What do they believe in? Bang, I want him as Prime Minister. And whoever gets the most votes wins it. Not this, oh, this area is worth 10 points. That area is worth five points. No, whoever yeah, gets cool the shit. most fucking votes wins it. Ain't difficult. It was like the American vote, eh? Yeah. Even though the total number of votes... Hillary got more votes. But the Trump won the electoral Trump college won the because of the um, electoral college, yeah. which is bollocks. And well, the thing is, they were stuck. I mean, they to were him. both pretty shit candidates. Yeah, they were both shit candidates. I mean, you, the, the problem with that is, Trump was Trump. Yeah. Yeah. Arrogant, narcissist, never been in politics, bit racist. Yeah. Yeah. Hillary was voting for the same cunts that called the financial crisis. <laughs> The same cunts that caused all the problems, a uh, fucking someone who has been weaseling and sniding all the way. Like, who do you vote for? And it's like, it's like Bernie right, Sanders, Bernie, yeah. <laughs> but it's like right now in the UK, like Theresa May is probably going to go down to one of the shittest prime ministers of all time. Yeah, but it ain't really her fault. No, no cunt wanted the job. <laughs> exactly. Cameron fucked off. He's worse than her, in my opinion. He's the cunt that caused all the problems. Um, she's an old woman she was never the right fit for the job she should never have taken the job but I kind of feel sorry for her because the company I'll do it do you know what I mean like someone had to step up in that party and do it so she did yeah yeah knowing that she's not equipped to do the job but no other company where was Boris the company who caused Brexit one of the main proponents for it where the fuck oh and I'm not going in for it yeah you're not going in for the fucking prime minister from, from the premiership you can't but you're willing to cause all these problems and then back out because now you don't want to deal with the shit you cause. You know, so do you stick with them, the Conservative Party, which are the most spineless, nasty fucking pricks going? Or do you go with Labour and Jeremy Corbyn? If you'd asked me four years ago, three years ago, I would have said yes. But current era Jeremy Corbyn, 
I mean, I, I voted for Corbyn's. But then, but the current era, Jeremy Corbyn, the safe spaces, and you must be respectful of people's trans rights, and you must be respectful of this. You, you, you can't know why say, I voted for Corbyn? He said it raised the wage for low end yeah, workers. But, but, but that stuff I believe in, right? Yeah. But when he comes out with all this other nonsense, Diane Abbott kicking off about fucking race all the fucking time, you can't have the left saying. I want to be, I want to make it equal. Because when they start talking about making shit equal, they're not really talking about equality. They're talking about changing shit so some people don't get stuff they currently get. They're not sitting there going, treat everyone equal, judge everyone equally. They're not saying that. They're saying, you're a company and you've got 10 white blokes, two white women. Right, I want more women in here. You need a gay. I want one trans. Three black geezers. Oh, you fucked. That's what they're looking at. It's not like, and and not to get too political, because the way I see it is, no, no, no. Everyone to me is equal. Yes. Everyone I meet, they are equal to me. I don't judge them based on their mental capacity. They could have the fucking lowest IQ. I'm still going to treat my human. They could be black, brown, Chinese, don't matter. Gay, straight, trans, bi, don't matter. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone is equal. But it's when you say we're going to penalise the norm to let them have more rather than going, no, it's equal. Everyone can have a seat at the table. That's how it works. Not give your seat up for someone else. That So it's that side of the Jeremy Corbyn stuff that I go, uh, that doesn't appeal to me. So I wouldn't have a fucking clue I'd want one in the UK. Yeah. To be fair. And why we can go on about politics, we can mention politics in this episode, because politics is a big part of video games, especially one like Resident Evil. Yeah. You've got, in real life, corporations that operate outside of the law, both in bio, in tech, in all sorts of stuff. And that is what Umbrella is yeah. in, in Resident Evil. And I just think that... I. Going forward with Resident Evil, I want more about Umbrella. I wouldn't even mind a full-on Umbrella operative game. I mean, they tried that. I mean, better than the ones they made. What was that, Umbrella Chronicles? Uh, Umbrella Core and Umbrella Operation Core. Raccoon City. It was a good premise for a game, executed very badly. But see, if I was doing... So if I was doing an Umbrella game, it would be along the lines of... You're a scientist and you want to be like a uh, WikiLeaks whistleblower. And you've got to get a sample and you've got to get out of the lab. And as you do this, there's some sort of corporate espionage going on. So the lab, get, lab gets overrun with the shit you're doing in it because some someone else is trying to break in. And now you've got to escape a lab that's under collapse that is filled with zombies, filled with God knows what. You're not a military expert. You're not a combat specialist. You're a fucking scientist. And now you've got to pick up a gun and fight your fucking way out. I think something like that would be really cool. Again, they kind of tried that with one game, two games. Leslie will know the one I'm on about. Mm-hmm. Outbreak. Outbreak's really fucking good. Is it good? Uh, yes. PS2 multiplayer game when PS2 multiplayer wasn't really a thing outside of Japan. Well, it was. It was just really fucking awkward to use. 
Outbreak was so good. Basically, you could choose your survivor. Everyone had a different set of skills and a different starting item. So kind of a bit like Left 4 Dead. Yeah, kind, kind of. of yeah. Is it before or after Left 4 Dead? Way before. Yeah. Way before. Way before. It was PS2. PS2. Yeah. No, I couldn't remember if Left 4 Dead was Xbox 360, PS2 or PS3. 360 and PS3. Yeah. Basically, you could choose a survivor. So you could be a cop, a chef, that sort of stuff. A student. Who had more backspace and was therefore naturally the first first choice. Yep. Or you could be, I've forgotten her fucking name, but the entire point of her character. Reporter, she had a lockpick. She had a lockpick, but you could be the police girl who could fit in tight spaces. Like, if you, if you weren't going for Yoko, like who's, who's, hey. who's the student, you'd be going for, I think his name was Ken or Keith. Keith. The, um, the RPD guy who started off with a fucking .45 Magnum. The only downside to that is that a fighting hammer was a bitch. Oh, also the engineer, because he could um, join stuff together to make weapons. Or the doctor who could make the cure for fucking T-virus. Well, yeah, but you get the sunbreak serum regardless when it gets in. That's true. Um, but the whole point of it was you picked up, you could be up to play up with up to four people. Each one could pick a different skill and the entire point was basically a Left 4 Dead scenario where you've got to get to the end. Oh, yeah, what was also nice. That could be good. That could be good if they... <laughs> remastered that or just remade it what was very interesting moved on too much you, you could quite easily die like, halfway through a yeah mission. regardless of who you play zombie. as all of the other characters exist within the world and if they die they become zombies and are literally invincible you can't kill them and what and the player still plays them or? no no it, it, like, it, it, the, the other characters exist in the game even if you don't choose them Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's but really if they cool. if they die, you, they become unkillable. So you could do a game like that. How many characters are there to choose from? Eight. Like Twelve. Eight. There's quite a few. Imagine if they did it where um, you had four teams of four. You all had different starting locations, which you kind of mix it with kind of a little bit like the division. Hmm. You've got the whole of say Raccoon City to get out from. But you and your four have chosen these characters, and you're in the same world as other people playing it. And when you meet, when you bump into them, it's up to you because they're not in your party, they're not in your team. Do you kill them? Do you, them, do you stuff kill them or... and take their stuff, or do you go? Let's what that and that could be a fucking. That's a very Walking Dead kind of approach. That could be an interesting. Resume. Yeah. Well, Walking Dead. So, zombie games just in general. Walking Dead could be fucking amazing because it hasn't got any over... It's just got zombies or cunt humans. Yeah. And to me, my ideal zombie game would be State of Decay 1, not 2, because they fucking ruined that. They balls that up. They did, yeah. Way too much. I know, I played a lot of State of Decay 2 and I was like... Eight. It wasn't good. Eight. Eight. Characters. Oh, yeah. Eight characters. Um, and Kevin, so we were... In the right ballpark. So if you had um, a game set in a Walking Dead world, which you could do multiple, you could do Walking Dead Year 1, Walking Dead Year 2, Walking Dead Year 3, and just base them on different areas of the map. It's getting progressively more fucked. Yeah, it's getting progressively more fucked. And then obviously the zombie element calms down and the human gangs and shit kind of amp up as you go through it. I, For me... And this is this is part of my problem with Resident Evil as it progressed. They started adding giant bosses. And the, I can't remember what one it is where you're like on a boat and it's just that fucking giant fucking thing and you gotta shoot at it from your boat. Four. I'm like, what is this bullshit? I don't want this fucking I don't want Colossus. And I'm not pl- I'm playing a I wanna play it. 
Like Resident Evil does add other creatures to it, but I would love to play a straight up, there are zombies, there are cunt humans, there is nothing that is harder than a couple of shots to kill, but there is a mass amount of the fucking things. So, Last of Us. Kinda. Because no clickers take quite a lot to kill. That's all they bugged me about Last of Us so fucking much. Just chill them. Just one hit kill. Yeah, I know, but the fact that you still have to crash is Ellie is fucking bullshit. She has a knife. But it's just like stuff like, but surviving, meeting other players on an online game, banding together, building a place to live, trying to get fucking. Maybe you have someone who specialises in gardening and you bring in the RPG elements like mining in games. The cunt's doing that or crafting in like say 14. I'd love to play a zombie game like that. That's what I'd really like to play. Yeah. I want it to be realistic. Yeah, I was going to say it's like it's like State of Decay but with more steps. State of Decay with more steps and none of this stupid big fat fucking zombie who can't even run him over and kill him. You just pick up your car and just None of that stupid shit. I want a reanimated corpse. Now, a reanimated corpse could be a big fat fuck, but he's slow, and it might take more to kill him. But he ain't going to be able to pick you up and rip you on. You shoot him in the head, his head's still going to pop. That's that's what I'm talking about. But if, you, then, if you hit him with the truck, he's still going to... He's going to be dead. Flop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I'd like, I'd like a bit more of that in zombie games, and I think that's why I prefer Resident Evil 2, the yeah. remake. Why there is Mr. X... Why there are liquors? Why there are dogs? Why there's Birkin? It doesn't go to this like extreme. Oh, there's just fucking flying wind cunts knocking about. There's there's like zombies that pop up out of the ground and they are twenty foot tall and they can smash through rocks and they can pick fucking you up. Fucking my trigger. Like all that shit. Like I, that's where the Resident Evil lost me. There, there is a um a fight in six that would piss you right off then. Those ranch looking. No. Oh, that's also a pain in the ass. But even the, even the thing with the, even in Resident Evil One, when you're in the plane, even in Resident Evil One, there isn't that much. There's a few things, plant, snake, that are actually bigger than a human. And the shark, but that's it's just a big shark. Yeah, but but what? It's a shark. It's a lot less offensive when he's wearing the chain. Yeah, and it's like it's the same in Resident Evil Two. There's a giant croc. I can I can see that realistically happening, with the viruses and stuff going around, and then there's Birkin. Even Mister X is not taller than seven foot. He's still a big lad. He's a big fucking guy, but you know seven foot humans exist. X will give it to you. X gonna give it in there. Oh yeah. Yeah, there is a um a fight in seven which is completely bullshit because it takes an element that was never in Resident Evil before. And gives you the ability to fly. Not fly as in you can just suddenly fly. Um, to deal with this boss and several other elements in that mission, you have to fight. You have to fly a fighter jet, and it is just fucking mad because it's like Resi Six goes over the rails even more than Five does in some of the elements. Yeah, like, it's that stuff. Because then what I see of Resident Evil Seven is they tone it back down again. Mm. I think it's scarier to deal with stuff that you can imagine existing as opposed to dealing with stuff that is fantastical. You know, it, uh, one of the things in Resident Evil in 2 is that the mutation is meant to take time to get worse. Like with Burke in particular. 
like he mutates a bit, but then he gets worse and worse and yeah, worse and each the time. The more you fuck him up, the, the worse, worse you gets. make him. Yeah, because um, it's repairing the damage that you're causing. So spoilers for Rosie Six, if anyone gives a shit about it, which is probably not. Not at this stage, I don't think. Um, towards the end of Chris's campaign, which feels more like a Call of Duty game than it does anything else, because it is very run and gun, more tactical based shooter than it is a Resident game. So they tried to like pander to every kind of player. But anyway, um, your partner Piers injects himself with the, with the virus, and it mutates him almost immediately, like to the point where he's just a fucking monstrosity. He becomes a boss in his own right. But he sacrificed himself before what happens. It's a cool little fight, but if you are relying on the AI for that fight, you are actually kind of fucked because you have to use him to damage the thing you're fighting. Otherwise, you just can't kill it. And the AI can get stuck behind a leaf. So, you know, pretty useless. So out of all the Resident Evil games, I'll ask you first, Chris, what is your favourite? My favourite is still one. Yeah, remake or the just the original. The remake, the remake's probably my favorite one. Um, if you're going non-canon, like non-numbered storyline, my favorite is probably Re- um, Revelations one. And Leslie Ann, Code Veronica X. Yep. Yeah, yeah, same Code Veronica X. Um, I still got a lot of love for one and two. Yeah. Because one, because one started it all, and I hadn't played a game like that before. Two improved upon it massively. But I think they really, really hit a stride with Code Veronica X. Mm. Or Code Veronica, depending on where you played it. And they really hit like a, a level of, oh shit, this is pretty fucking good. Um, and then I think it did go downhill until this remake came out. So moving away from the games and looking at the Netflix, which is official, they've got the rights to make it. Yeah. Looking at the movies first, what is it that you would say? If you were to look at, if you were to speak to a Netflix head of Netflix or the director who's going to make Resident Evil, if you could say, I'll start with Chris, what would you say in comparison to the movies to what they're making now? Like, what would be the message? Because the thing with the people that are going to probably be making the Netflix, very much easier for them to sit down and watch a movie than it is to play fucking 20-odd games. Yeah. Yeah? So what would be the message you would send them about making it on Netflix? Unless, unless they're adding a character which is meant to be stupidly overpowered, don't add a character like Alice into the fucking Netflix series. Because, yeah, in 1 and 2, she, was a, she had a little bit of an edge because she was not completely normal. So she was experimented on. Yeah, but as they go, as on, they get on, it's like she she fucking develops psychic powers towards the end of the fucking film series. Like, what the fuck soon. is going on? But, but in in the films, like the actual Resident Evil films, they made Jill a fucking wimp. Do you think there are some trappings with it, with the fact that with the way the current world is looking, with things like Captain Marvel, with feminism, with the political thing moving that way? Do you think there is a good chance that Netflix could do something like an Alice game? Possibly. I mean, I'm all for a female lead. Well, yeah, I'd love to see Jill. 
Jill or Claire or Rebecca. Claire, yeah, like I'd love, I'd love to see that. Um, but make make the characters believable. Don't make them so ridiculously over the top unless there was a decent reason for it. So would you want to do like a Game of Thrones style? This is what the games are. This is the overall story of the games. You've got seven seasons here you can make technically, or eight if you include zero as well. Yep. So you've got eight seasons. Would you just want to follow them and just remake them as as TV seasons, or would you go, hmm, I just want something set in this world? I want something set in the world because like, if I want to experience the Resident Evil mainline, I would just play the games personally. But would you want it filled with Easter eggs and references and? Oh yeah. And Leslie Ann? Uh, I think they should just stick to the source material, to be honest. Yeah. So, but all of it? Because there's so much source material. No, not necessarily all of it. Like, what, would what would you drop? What would you drop? What would I drop? Uh, probably five or six. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so my thoughts on it are I would definitely start with the mansion. Yes. I think you would start with the Rebecca story. I, I just think it's an easy one to do, especially if you start it in the star's office and you have Jill and Chris there and Wesker there as they get in their mission. And that's all you see of them, the whole fucking thing. You don't see them for the rest of the season. Yeah. Because you've teased it. You've let fans know that... Bravo team's getting ready to go out. Yeah. and then you don't, But you don't know that the alpha team exists. Yeah. You're going to get Jill and you're going to get you definitely get it. You're gonna get Barry. Hell, you can Barry. even have you could even have it at that point that while this is going on, and Rebecca's like, yeah, we're off for a mission because she's young, she's the medic, she's not. She's like what, like the intern almost. Like you could play that up to her inexperience, and you can have her going, Chris, 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 I need to. We're going on this big mission. He's like, I'm on the phone to my sister. You know, like you just because instantly, bang, you've you've can you've canonized everything that we already know about yeah. it. You know, because Resident Evil 2 isn't set that much after Resident Evil 1. It's like, what, maybe a couple of weeks to a month? Uh, I think it's a couple of weeks. Yeah, because yeah. it's that collapse of the fucking mansion. Yeah. Gets into the livelihood of people in the street. And within yeah, a few weeks, point. like, the zombie apocalypse is happening. It's almost like it was spread by someone on the inside. Mm. Oh. But while while he's on the phone Thinking to his sister, it. while he's on his phone to his sister, you could have the police chief like interviewing Leon. Like you could do all this in season one before you get to the mansion. You can just have this stuff ready. I would transfer so you know what you're getting. You know what's coming. So like you could do your mansion season with Rebecca in a mansion. They've gone there to see what the fuck is going on, and it all goes horribly wrong. Season two is Resident Evil one. The big boys turn up. And they fuck shit up. And maybe you'd make that more action-orientated because mm. you, you physically can because now you've got a whole mansion that's collapsed into Garbage. hell. Yeah, and just utter hell. Everyone working there is basically... Well, no. Everyone working there is no longer hu- alive or human. I'm trying to think if anyone in Resident Evil 1 is actually alive. And Do you even meet anyone who's still alive? Not out that of That isn't stars. from... That, that isn't from yeah. Like even stars are gone at that point, but not even like there's no one working there that's alive. Oh. Like they're all gone. So you know the um, whole thing of pachinko machines in Japan. 
that they are. They actually have a story to them in most parts. Yeah, it's like fucking the Castlevania one's got a lot. Yeah, so does the Resident Evil one. There is a bit where it kind of, if they make them canon, which I don't want them to. Well, yeah, I mean, it's pretty hard to do outside of Japan. Um, They do actually show a thing where some zombies, depending on how far they've gone, still have some semblance of humanity. Yeah. Because there is a, I've actually watched the scene and it's, it's, Ridiculous. Okay. Um, in the Pachinko version of Resident Evil One, where Chris finds Forrest and is being hunted down by him, effectively yeah. like on the back foot, and there is, he can talk. Hmm. He remember he knows who Chris is. Yeah. And when you kill him, he just says thank you. So it's like you know. But by the time Resident Evil One happens, Forrest has been dead for like a week. Yeah. Because you know. Peck to death. Standard. Yeah. Probably not. Probably not the best way to go. No, probably not. I mean, poor Jill. Am I right? Yeah. <laughs> but then there is the. They've added some nice elements into some of the games, yeah. even though people say it's Baby's First Resident Evil. Yeah. The Deadly Silence version for the DS. Yeah. Even though it was short and simple, because it's only Resident Evil One. The touch screen actually made some of the puzzles really interesting. Yeah, also blow into the microphone. Yeah, blow into the microphone to revive fucking Kev. Yeah, so dumb. And also you can make little notes, so doing the puzzle for Rebecca when you have to make the serum is really fucking easy because you can just pull up a mental note. Yeah. And more on the subject of films outside of everywhere apart from Japan... I'm kind of glad that one thing isn't canon in the Resident Evil universe. Mm. The Executor Virus. Oh, yeah. Have you seen that? No. In Japan only, they brought out a film called Resident Evil Executor 4D. Right. And it was like half, like 20 minutes, half an hour. And it was this umbrella team got sent into it, into the remnants of Raccoon City to find a... Was it even Raccoon City? I think it was. Yeah, they go, they go into the remnants of Raccoon City after the outbreak to find a doctor. So after it's been nuked? After it's been nuked. No, before it was nuked. So just with, this would have been during the events of 3 and 2? Yes. They get sent in to recover like secret research that was outside of Umbrella. Within, known to Umbrella, but a little bit outside the jurisdiction because she sort of told them to get fucked for her research. And it is a virus which... I think they've made non-canon because it's just so fucking lethal. Basically, it turns them into the thing. Oh, shit. Well, Birkin kind of ends up a bit like that. As in, they, they find... They can hop from host to they, host. They find the host of the virus, which is the Doctor herself. Hit her with a grenade launcher. Because that wasn't obvious. Yeah. Blow her the fuck, blow her the fuck to bits. Um, a cockroach eats a bit of the body gets infected, passes it on to a crow, the crow gets infected, passes it on to a person, the person gets infected, and from there, it can look completely human. Yeah, that's... But it can literally merge with anything that's alive. That could be annoying. And once it's part of someone, if it's part of more than one thing, it just has a hive mind. Would you have... So, going with that, because obviously hive mind comes up quite a bit. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Four, as you said, the cult, that's kind of what their thing is. Five, that's kind of what's going on there. That's what's going on in seven. 
as far as I know as well. Yeah. If you're looking at a Netflix adaptation, would you have dogs turning and animals turning or would you have any animal you encounter has actually been created in a lab? Um... Because if you open it up to ants, turn, like how far can you go with the virus? Because if you look at like a city, you could essentially, Raccoon City could, and then, you know, and this is playing to the, when the Resident Evil movies went shit, that could cause the apocalypse. If you, if all fucking crows and this and that, and all they've got to do is just eat something or touch something with the virus and they turn, would you think that in terms of making it a TV show, the nemesis, the tyrant, the hunters, the lickers, things like that are created in the lab and therefore they exist, but there's a finite number of them. It doesn't spread. You don't end up with more of them. Or would you be that, no, no, this virus is so all-encompassing that there are genetic variants depending on what it touches? Mm. That is an interesting one. I think it would vary really like yes there would be zombie dogs zombie crows but they're because they've actually just been infected with the virus and brought back from being dead so they're just zombies as opposed to monsters but even then yeah they've just been turned and the virus has killed them and brought them back but things like Tyrant would have to exist for the resi cannon to really exist and carry on because the entire point of the virus was to make a tyrant, yeah. Um, would you go with a series? Would you start putting in there that... And this is where... So, so obviously, Grant and I were thinking, sticking mostly to the games, but then I would get as far as three, and that's when I'd start introducing other shit. Yeah. I just don't... Maybe seven would be a good show, because I think you could do almost like a um, you know, Hitchcock Psycho-style weird house like a almost texas chainsaw massacre style with that with with seventh with what i know of it and that could be a good season to watch but would you would you then be looking at say say obviously you said the netflix adaptation you'd rather it be set in the world but away from the games if we were to compromise that we went zero one two three that's your first four seasons but then after that, they do their own thing. Yeah. Like, what would you want to see? Would you want to see something like, um, if I just give you an example, and then you can throw at me what you would want to see, if that, would you want to see it? And if so, what would you do with the story in a creative way? Like, so that maybe they branch a little bit away from zombies for a season, and you find out that umbrella of a tech lab. And they're making different kinds of weapons. Would you want to see that? Or was that too much of a branch away from the genetic side of it? Because um, I would imagine they would have a fucking... Like a company like... Especially when you look at now and you look at Tesla. They're sending shit to space. They're, 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 they're investing in genetics companies. They're looking at robotics and AI. Because AI does come into Resident Evil. Yeah. So in more in the films. films yeah. With the Red Queen and that. It's... It's a weird one because even though you haven't played it for Umbrella do have their own tech. So, but they've got tech to deal with their own threats 
in case things get out of control. Like in it's immediately it's an unlockable you get towards the end of the game if you the pilot's later. Yeah. Yeah. Was it if you beat the game in the seven hours? You get it. Uh, yeah. You go to a lab towards the end of the game. And there is That's a... That's what you the regenerators and stuff. Yeah, fuck those things. Yeah. Um, you go to a lab because Leon finds out that the president's door is infected with the virus and so is he. So they go to, they go to this laser to get it removed and basically it's just a laser. As soon as it hits it, it just kills the parasite yeah. immediately. Yeah, you can actually unlock you it as a get weapon. get that as a gun. And it's one it shot pretty much anything in the entire... It is it's developed by Umbrella in case it gets out of control. Yeah. Not bad. So I'd like. So personally, from a story standpoint, it's not the most OP gun in the game. And and maybe it's because maybe it's because I gave up. Maybe I'm not giving them enough chance. But I think that zero, one, two, three, Code Veronica are my go-to ones you'd want in canon. For uh, for the other stuff, I think doesn't compare to. It just yeah, it just doesn't fair. compare to to the rest of it. They all tie together nicely. They're all within a fairly short time space. Yes, it, the, like the Resident Evil timeline isn't long. Whereas ones like four, five, and six are say years after the first one. Would you? Like, and this goes to both of you. You, because you got to think about it this way: you're in charge of an extended universe. Netflix have not bought the rights to Resident Evil just to make it linear and small. No. Yeah? And would you start tying it into, do they have shit on the moon? Do we go sci-fi? Do we go, or do you just go like, is that like going <laughs> That's why we came from the moon. Or is that going oh way God. too, is that going way too far? Like, I think you should kind of keep it kind of grounded. Yeah, I think going off. Would you want to go further when it comes to other seasons? Or would you want to... If they emancipate her from the main canon, yeah. maybe. What about as soon as I hear zombies on the moon, I just think Black Ops. Uh, <laughs> when I think about anything on the moon, my brain goes straight to fucking Wolfenstein. Fucking Nazis on the moon, maybe. Nazis on the moon, we did a Nazi episode. Oh, yeah. I was more Gun thinking damn, check it Destiny. Out. Gun damn. I was more thinking Destiny. Yeah, uh, Destiny. I was it came from the moon. I do think, yeah, Nazis on the moon, Wolfenstein. Yeah, there's that. There's that weird film when the Nazis went to the moon and came back. Oh that? God, what was it called? It, Iron Sky. Iron Sky Two, wasn't <laughs> it? Oh, I, there is an Iron Sky Two. Yeah. yeah. Oh fuck. Well, Hitler no, riding the, um, the fucking T Rex inside of the planet. That shit is dumb as fuck, but it's funny. Like, um, but no, I I definitely wanted to be all you know, all genetically fucking. Zombie caused by a warfare outside, I would want to keep fairly grounded. Yeah, I mean, if you wanted to branch out stories, you could actually do a weaponized version. Like, no, like there could be a season where you, like, you know, there could be a season where there's like a military troop, and this military troop are in charge of like this platoon. And when the platoon turns up, it's all undead soldiers and tyrants and shit. And then they unleash it on the enemy and it works. But they don't stop. Like, they just keep going. And now this platoon has to fucking go in. Like, deal with it. Shit, we have to deal with it. Which they could make as a game. It's not difficult because I think what Resident Evil does underplay, because it's a huge part of it, they're weaponizing. They're not doing it for anything other than military purposes. Hmm. They're not doing it for medical. Some of them might be, some of the scientists might be going... 
as medicine wise, we could cure shit with this. We could that, but they don't play in on that too much. Um, they do a little bit in the two remake when it's with Shelley, and it's like, no, this stops her from having this degenerative disease or whatever it is she has. Uh, we give her this, keeps her alive. That's what we're really doing it for. But it would be nice to see more of that, or either either go balls deep with the military side of it, and you've got a season where these fucking weird cunts out in the middle of nowhere, out in Afghanistan or something. And they go, yep, we've got you a thousand troops. We want you to take this town and we want you to do this. And they're like, okay, the general's all fucking gung-ho for it. Next thing they know, there's fucking zombie dogs. There's fucking tyrants. There's like two or three tyrants. And they let them loose. And of course, the first thing they do is head straight to the town. So that's where all the humans are. They walk out of the camp and they're like, fuck me, this is brilliant. This is the best military application we've had. You're talking about drone tech and all this. But these guys will literally wipe out anything in their way. But then what happens is they return to the camp and now they're trying to kill everyone there. Do you get a whole season out of that or a whole game out of a story like that? Yeah. Um, yeah, I just think that sometimes in video games there are obvious things and then they don't do them. And I think Resident Evil is definitely one that suffers from that. And if we, if we expand from Resident Evil a little bit and we move to just Capcom as a general... I think Devil May Cry, they could go so deep, balls deep, with the demon world. And they don't. Especially not in five. Like, it exists, and we know it exists, and we know where these things come from. And they do it a lot with the, what's the first game of Nero in? Four. Four. Now, in that, because obviously he's from the demon world, he's not from our world, and Nero. Yeah, is Nero's he, human. Is he human? I thought because the whole beginning of that game is like his, arms, his castle. His, uh, yeah, I was gonna say demon. his his arms demon. His arm his arm is a demon, which is plot convoluted. Um, but no, it's set in it's set in the human world. It's just beset by demons. Yeah. So demons exist in the real world. I mean, I feel like I feel like they could like with 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 that. But then that's another one. Is this Resident Evil Netflix setting up a? Capcom Netflix universe. I'd be down with that. I'd be down with it as well. Yeah. Do they start going? Did you? Did either of you? Um, we'll start with Leslie. Yeah. Did you um, watch the Street Fighter series that was made a fan made one that ended up getting funding? It was like a Kickstarter thing. No. Um, quickly look it up. I can't remember what it was called. It's very recent. It ended up on Netflix. It was fucking amazing. It was like a fan-made um, Street Fighter series. And they ended up releasing it as a series or, or as a one-shot movie. But the movie was like four or five hours long. If you watched it, it's that. It was it felt like maybe Street Fighter AF or something. It was called. Um, it, it was very well done. In... Didn't have a big budget, and that's what let it down. Some of the scenes were hammy as fuck because of the budget. Uh, the stuff of Akuma, like um, it was all it was all a bit weird, um, but it was good. It wasn't shit. Could you, would you, um, be interested in an expanded Capcom universe that perhaps all these things are going on in the same universe, or would you rather it be? 
No, no, no. I don't want Devil May Cry being set in the same universe as um, Resident Evil at all. No, I'd be, I'd be totally fine with that. You, you, like when they do Marvel vs. Capcom, they bring in a lot of properties. Um, could a Netflix series work with... Um, yeah, try, try and have a look. I think it was called uh, Street Fighter AF. Just Google it, Street Fighter. Yeah, I tried, and it came up with, like, Street Fighter 2, 5. Okay. Uh, Weird. Oh, I'll have a quick, have a quick look while we're, while we're chatting, because they definitely had a Street Fighter... Um, this like weird Street Fighter series that went up. I was following it for a while. It was a Kickstarter thing. It was lots going on with it. Um, let me have a quick look. Is it Street Fighter Assassin's Face? It might be. TV miniseries 2014. Yep. That's what it was, Street Fighter Assassin's Fist. Now, that was really well done, and I'm pretty sure it was all funded via Kickstarter. Um, it was just a fucking pleasant surprise that, that someone... Because the people that made it were actually fans, including yeah. the actors. So the guy playing you, the guy playing Ken, they were actually fans of the franchise. So would you rather have Resident Evil on Netflix kick off a Capcom universe where Street Fighter exists in the same world, where Devil May Cry exists in the same world, or would you rather them be separate? I mean, that would be cool. I mean, if it's, if it's like a connected universe... Like, like, you, like how Marvel do it, like how DC do it. Like it's, or I don't know if you watch Castle Rock, which was like a Stephen King... It's like a, a, a story set in a universe, but everything that's happened in Stephen King books, bar a few of them, because Dark Tower is in a different dimension, yeah. um, have happened. So, like, it's set in this part of Maine. The guy, they find a guy in the same prison that Shawshank Redemption is, because so, and that's what prison he's from, which is Shawshank Prison, obviously, Shawshank Penitentiary. Um, it has already happened at this point. So, you know, it's been 15 years since the incidents of, of it. It, and it plays into it. It's like a, there's a woman in it, Jackie Torrance, and she's like, my family hated it when I took my uncle's name, which is Jack Torrance from The Shining. <laughs> they play it all into this one series. It's really fucking good. It's, it's an excellent series. I hope there's a season two coming out. I, I suggest checking it out. Yeah, yeah. But they could do that with, and I think Resident Evil would be the start of it. You could have that um, Umbrella are looking into a demon world. And that probably kind of <laughs> so so it, it starts turning into doom. But they could it's be... Like Argent energy. Yeah, but exactly. But they could be looking into like, yeah, there are other universes and worlds. How do we do it? So on the other side of the globe, Dante exists. And that entire... Oh. Do you know what I mean? Fucking but then, Resident Evil featuring Dante from Devil May Cry. But then, oh shit, Dante's not. Well, no, because it would be its own series, yeah. like like with uh, like with the Marvel Netflix stuff. Mm. You got Jessica Jones, Daredevil. You got you got this. But then also, once you put the word demon in it, well, does that mean Akuma can exist? And therefore, technically, yeah, you could have an entire fucking Street Fighter series going on at the same time. You could have it that Shadow Lou. 
the underground criminal organisation fucking work with Umbrella in some capacity. We need people to experiment on. Here you oh, go. I fucking know. have these cunts. I know they're different um, universes because different franchises. But, you know, Konami and fucking Capcom. However, I would fucking love a series which was just Castlevania and Double May Cry. I'd jizz over that. If someone if someone went fucking to me, died, even you, I'd, 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 I'd love the idea of fucking Alucard just kicking just, the shit out of things with Dante. Not even, but but imagine the first meeting, Alucard and Dante meeting and fighting. Just Alucard and Trevor just kicking the shit out of each other. Just, but they're just fighting at the beginning, and it's and then they realise that they're being played because obviously Virgil and all this other shit going and, on. And like, oh, Vir- Virgil's chilling with fucking Dracula. Like, what's up, bro? Yeah. Like, that's a cool sword you got there. No right. <laughs> Watch this. And, it, and, 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 and there's a um, I haven't played uh, five, but so there's a mage in it, right? Uh, v. V. Who's that? New. Uh, spoilers. Yeah, spoilers. Yeah. We can't really talk about who he is. But is he a human? Because yes. calling him V makes no, me go, yes. oh, it's Virgil. He is yeah. human. He he is human, but he has he can summon demons. Yes. That's his shtick. That's how he fights. He's a, he's a summoner. You you could e- you could easily tie a human summoner who uses magic into Castlevania. That's what I mean. It's like that is not hard to I mean, cross. Technically, that's what uh, fucking Cipher is. Yeah. Uh, Silver bananas. Cipher. Yeah. What about fucking um, Elizabeth Bathory as well? True. Yeah. No, I I mean that's where you cross the world, you know. But this is what we said. We said it in the Final Fantasy one. Final Fantasy Seven episode um, that having a having Konami being the way they are, there's some there's some fun, people need to try and pick up those franchises yes. off the cunts. But, but the thing is, honestly, Konami won't sell their IPs because they're pricks. Because I mean, but Capcom um, Capcom getting old with Devil um not getting, Capcom getting old with Castlevania would be fucking awesome. Like, literally, if um, if Konami started putting their shit up to sale, fucking Koji Igarashi would pick up fucking Castlevania instantly. Excuse me, Capcom making Castlevania. I'm going to go and change my pants. Fuck sake, I said it again. Sorry. Konami, if they sold their shit. Or someone getting older Metal Gear. Yeah. I mean, I'd like to think that fucking... Uh, well, no. Um, I don't know who I'd want to get older Metal Gear. It wouldn't... It wouldn't be Capcom. No, it would no. be fucking... Um, Maybe Square. Gearbox. Actually, no. Metal Gear's a bit too serious Kojima wouldn't go for Metal Gear. It's, it's his brainchild, but he wanted to stop doing Metal Gear at 3. Yeah, but if someone went, we bought the franchise and we're willing to give you... Full control over it. Do whatever the fuck you want. I reckon he would. Possibly. But it's the same with something like um, Silent Hill. If Capcom ended up with Silent Hill... Under their belt. Don't play with my emotions. Like I'm that. just saying they could fucking do it well, but they, they, this is the this is when when Konami are cunts. I want I'd want um, Square to pick up Sukkot and Band of Hearts. Yes, out of that and make RPG proper fucking RPGs out of it. <laughs> Square Enix making proper RPGs. Yeah. <laughs> but they could take a risk on those franchises because they know what people expect. There hasn't been one since the fucking PS2. Yep. Yeah, I know, but they did that with fucking um, Bravely Default and it worked. Yeah. They're still like, people don't like turn-based RPGs. But then fucking if Octopath Traveler. Octo- oh, yeah, Octopath Traveler is another massive game. Yeah, I need, I need to play that. It's really good. The, the two Bravery games are fucking awesome. They are so good. And I even played dude, that. Dude, if you want to play Octopath, uh, Octopath, I'll lend you my fucking Switch. Yeah? Yeah. 
No, I really want to play that. It just looks awesome. It looks good. It like, is fucking beautiful. Um, yeah, like you know, I think I think there are there is there's potential there along the lines for people to pick up those old Konami fucking. Thank you. What, I'm what just else? A thing. Oh, I'm just imagining fucking if um. Okay, imagine how dumb as fuck this would be. You know how Metal Gear has a pen jumping dumb as fuck. Yes. Imagine if fucking Platinum Games bought the rights to Metal Gear. I mean, we'd have, <laughs> we'd have Metal Gear Rising of Revengeance too. I mean, we would. However, you'd also have fucking literally Snake being dummy thick. You know oh. what you need to do though. You'd need to make, make sure clap. if if Konami went with selling the rights to our shit, keep EA away from Metal Gear. Oh fuck yeah. <laughs> No, like if Platinum got Metal Gear... Even I fucking mean, Ubi, Ubisoft. I mean, yeah, Metal, Metal, Metal Gear... Gear I don't right. mind Ubisoft as a company. I think they do make good games. Like for me, I like the, I like Far Cry series. I like Assassin's Creed. But I would not want those cunts getting hold of Metal Gear. No, it would, they would, it would be, be transaction yeah, hell. No, like, but it would probably be a half-decent game, but it would the trappings of fucking adding all that shit. Chris brings up a very good point. It's like, if, like, if Metal Gear went to anyone, yeah, it would... I would like it to be something like Platinum. Because, like, then you would have Metal Gear Rising 2. Platinum or Atlas. Yeah. Even Atlas. Atlas, Atlas, a- Atlas it would be a fucking RPG. It would be. Would you hate a Metal Gear RPG? No. I mean, well, if you think about it, technically, if it Metal was Gear a- Asset is an RPG. If it was Atlas, you're definitely getting a Raiden game. Yeah. Well, that's that, 100%. Well, a- Atlas. That is who they would pick and go for. If if you look at Atlas's back catalogue, it's mostly Persona. Yeah, I mean, there's right. stealth elements in Persona Five. Yeah, I know, but they're like. They're I know not... it's a bit more fast paced than something like Metal Gear. <laughs> but... Like when when you say stealth in fucking Persona Five, it's like. It's not really stealth. It's, it's just not really, really stealth. Raiden would be the one they'd go for. They would love to make a. Well, I mean, but if you look at Metal Gear Rising Revengeance, to be honest, I wouldn't even say Square would fuck up Metal Gear. If they're Kojima on board, near. Oh, yeah. Just saying, near. they oh, can God, do. Near. They can do technology. Oh. They can do robots. And Who the tech. fuck did Lost Odyssey? Lost Odyssey. It wasn't Square. Microsoft. I think it was really. Microsoft, yeah. Yeah. What, that game what was, was awesome. the name of that fucking um that game that just got announced at fucking Nintendo Direct? Shit. Oh god, another one you mean? Yeah, it's the one that's kind of like Devil May Cry, except it's set in the future and it you play as the police. Ah! Uh, oh my god, why? Because <laughs> I remember I looked at it and I was like, that looks like Devil May Cry mixed with Mecha and that makes me so excited. Like Mecha and Bear. See, it's, it's, you, what, what I want mm-hmm. out of Devil May Cry the next one, I mean, I haven't played this, I will get around to playing this. I don't think there's going to be a Devil May Cry I've, 6. I've played every Devil May Cry game Both apart from amazing. this, right? Uh, I still think Devil May Cry 1's my favourite. but uh, I like 3 a lot. Four as well. Okay. So I typed in Switch Games release for 2019. <laughs> I don't think it's released this year. However, it is. Is it? Yes. Okay. However, one thing that popped up. Oh. 40k Death Watch. On, on really? Switch. Wow, that's not going to happen. Oh, a Death Watch. I was thinking about Space Hulk. No, God, no. Yeah. They, they, they've, speaking of 40k, they've made a, um, it might be even old, I just recently saw it. They've made like a XCOM style game. Oh, uh, that's fucking um, Space Wolf. And I was like, fuck, I could do more XCOM. You know, we need XCOM 3, just say. How about Resident Evil XCOM? 
Oof, that'd be awesome. I would play the shit out. I mean, if you think about XCOM 2, I'd that shit and it would have lost anyway. Excuse me? What? Fucking Dragon's Dogma's coming out on Switch. Uh, I like Dragon's PC. Dogma. Uh, it's okay, it's it's okay but fuck me, it's old now. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It needs a new... Oh, it doesn't, need, yes. it doesn't need a remaster. It, it needs a new... Astral Chain. That's the one. Yes. Yeah, Astral Chain. Looks... No, there was a lot of good games on the horizon. I did, and if we if we throw back, because if we throw back to last week's episode with microtransactions and um, gaming industry problems, what we're mentioning with some of these games, this is the fix to. This is how you fix the problem. This is how you fix the problem that's created by microtransactions. You release more shit like Resident Evil Two. Or any of the upcoming games that everyone's excited about. We're not excited about them because they're full of microtransactions and we're going to get our pockets raped. Yeah. We, we're excited about games that are looking good. Yeah. You know, people were very excited about Devil May Cry and it's a shame there's microtransactions in it. But, but I've managed to ignore them completely. Well, they are ignorable. It's obviously it's like ignorable. You can buy more. Why put it in it? You don't yeah. even put it in it. Because like the, the way I look at it, it's like, yeah, it's like you have the option to buy red orbs. But you don't have to. But the thing is, they're probably going to make it so that you get less red orbs than you would normally, so that you want to buy more. Yeah. Or you're just you're fighting at a boss and you're you're fucking failing. And like us against a boss in chapter nineteen, and he's fucking <laughs> you in the ass. Yeah. That and happened. you go. It's going to happen to me. And you go fuck it. I'm buying these orbs. Yeah. And now he ain't going to fuck me in the ass. Yeah. You buy enough orbs that you're doing better than you did. Uh, I still need a few more to really fucking upgrade to myself. Not, to not really get fucked in here. Yeah. Oof. Like, I almost beat him, so then, boom, I back another fucking... I chuck another three quid on there. That's enough. Now you now you stomp him. And it's that stuff, like, it's very hard. My game of the year last year was Assassin's Creed, but throwing that stuff in it, I wouldn't even want to nominate it for that because of it. And it's the same with stuff like that. I hear this, and I'm like... I look at the score, 85%, where it's a 75. You instantly lose 10 off that. You instantly lose 10 points just by having it in there. I mean, it's not as bad as our boy Jim, who like completely removes it from his fucking like, game of the year. Even being nominated for game of the year. But then good, that, you know, there's some conviction in that. Like yeah. I, I, feel, I kind of feel the same way. Because like, he fucking loves that game. But like it's, if, it's... if they had it where we yeah. are putting microtransactions in a game, but... They do not alter the way you play the game or the way you level up. They're skins. Yeah. Yeah? No fucking problem with that. No problem with skins. Yeah. At like, cos- cosmetic shit doesn't bother me. Yeah. Like, you, that's your choice. Because, like, in, in Assassin's Creed, the only thing I have purchased in Assassin's Creed is weapon packs. But I didn't purchase them until I hit the fucking top level. In the game, because then when you buy them, they are the same level as you. So if you buy them early in the game and they're like level, you're level fifteen. When you buy those packs, they're at level fifteen, and then you have to upgrade them in the game. If you are at originally, it was level fifty. Yeah, and then it's going to be the maximum level for yeah. yeah. Then went to level seventy, and then I recently played the most recent chapter of, the, and they've upgrade they've upgraded it again because I went to level seventy one. I'm like, have they gone to ninety nine now? I suppose they. Must have done. Maybe 75. Yeah. Um, 
And once I'd not completed it, but once I hit the original level 50, I was like, fuck it, that looks cool. I'll buy that. But I'm not buying any of the more material packs, double EXP pack. So once you buy it, anything you do, you get double DXP. Like, I'm not buying that shit because that's where you get the trappings of the microtransaction box that no one really likes. And just by ha- if games just added skins, I wouldn't have a problem. But when they add weapons, and the weapons are more powerful than the weapons you currently have, that shit pisses me off. And in Assassin's Creed, it doesn't matter because all of the legendary... So there's legendary weapons in the game, um, relic weapons that you have to uncover and find and you have to go through tombs and you, you have to do certain things to get them. So they're like sets. I think there's like maybe seven, eight in the game. Then you can buy these additional sets. The stats are the same for each set. They're not... Like, so if you're buying one, you're not getting anything better than you can get in the game. It just looks different. Ah. And that's all it is. And there's been a few sets, like, um, they had, like, a shark armor, which is, like, made out of, like, shark teeth and shit. And I was like, I like how that looks. I'm like, fuck it, I'll buy it. Or they had um, ferrymen, which are the, the on the river sticks. Yeah. So you can have them as your crew on the ship. That's pretty cool. And it's like they're all the ferrymen in black. They're pale with the hoods up. And then the Grim Reaper is your front mount of the ship. And your sails are black. And I was like, fuck it, I'll buy that. Because I like that. But it doesn't change... Like, they're it doesn't not change sub- how it plays. Yeah, it doesn't change how it plays. And I think that they're going to put microtransactions in the game. And they are just skins. And they are just stuff like that. I'm okay with it. But as long as you don't do the Capcom fucking bullshit with Street Fighter where there's hundreds and thousands of fucking skins and levels and then skins that are sponsored where it's like a suit with logos for a brand that actually exists on it. That shit should be given away free. That's advertisement. It's like... Yeah. It's, it's, it's bizarre. And I'm glad that they didn't do that with Rizzy 2. Because they could have. They could have done hundreds of different outfits that were pay that you have to pay for. They could have done sponsored outfits. They could have done, yeah, have uh, Leon wearing Nike fucking shoes. They could have done that stuff, and it's it's. It, I'm glad they didn't. And while Devil May Cry does have microtransactions in it. I'm glad they didn't go... I think there's only three versions available. And they're not, like, the 90 quid. They're not Assassin's Creed level where you can buy fucking Helix credits of 70 quid worth. No. The only thing they've got is um, you can buy various levels of red orbs, gold orbs, blue orbs, and purple orbs. And you can buy the digital deluxe upgrade to get some extra shit in game for Nero. That's about it. Well, a digital deluxe upgrade, I don't mind stuff like upgrades. Like, if you went and bought it from a shop and then you like the stuff in the upgrade and it's like $7.99, you can upgrade it, fuck it. I don't I don't have an issue with that. And I don't have an, I don't have an issue with DLC. I don't have an issue with um, skins. I just have a, an issue with pay to win. Yeah. Yeah? Uh, where 
this game could be a challenge, or I just I buy loads of fucking. End. I could just buy it, stuff that's basically EXP. Because just when I was trying to do one of the bosses in Devil Cry last, um, last night, kicked my ass several times. I used my gold orbs to revive. Yeah, I was there. I yeah, saw it. You're watching. Yeah. And you have the option to revive with gold orbs or red orbs. Red orbs, in-game currency, simple shit. It gives you the option even when you don't have enough. And says, do you want to go to the PlayStation Store? It's that shit. At that point, it's just give up. I'll go yeah, and farm give up. Just go it, farm it, red orbs. It's that, it's that shit. That... As you said with the gym position stuff, yeah. it's that I, I get the stance of I'm not adding this to the game in a year because of that. If they were just on there, if you had to go to the store and go, oh, you can buy orbs. If the game didn't actively tell you about it, I wouldn't have as much of a problem with that stuff. And I'm just glad there's no umbrella coins or some bullshit in fucking Resident Evil. I'm really, really glad they didn't. But as we start moving towards the remake of free, mercenary mode, they might add more. It's gonna be a fuck. It has to be a thing. It was a big part of. I'm free. hoping the whole microtransaction scene is dead by that point. So it's gonna be like another two years from now. Uh, yeah, but it might kill franchises that we love to get to that point, and that's the problem. Yeah. The biggest problem with um, the whole red orb thing in DMC five. If you don't want to spend ages farming, each character has a skill because there's a trophy for 100%ing everyone's skill tree. Every character has a thing called X Provocation, which is just like a super taunt. It costs 3 million per character. Yeah, it's nuts. And you have to buy it for each character. Oh, so oh that's not of all characters? No. Well, it was. Nope. No, that's you have to buy it for each character. Yeah, if you bought it for one, and that's what, and, but like you could transfer it on multiple game gameplays or stuff like that. Once you bought it once, you have it for that character. So even if you do New Game Plus or whatever, you got it. But you have to buy it for each character because the only thing that transfers between characters is your red orbs and your upgrades that you've already got, like for health and double trigger and stuff like that. So yeah. Yeah, that's not good. It's completely possible. There is a way that I've seen someone deal, which is you can farm 5 million gold an hour. It just takes practice. Yeah. I, I learning how to use Dr. Force. Pretty much. Yeah. So go, going back to Resident Evil, we'll probably start finishing up with it now as well, because we've kind of exhausted it. I yeah. Think. Um, Let's just do a quick fire couple of questions. Favourite character, Chris? Rebecca. Favourite character from Resident Evil? Oof. Uh, probably Jill. Am I wrong for Sam Wesker? No, not at all. Because I think he's probably the most interesting character in it. Yeah. 10 out of 10 would throw in a volcano again. <laughs> 10 out of 10 would double penetrate with rockets, yeah. So out of all the game stories... Including remakes, including HD remasters. What do you think is the most iconic Resident Evil game story? Iconic? Yeah, the one that people just remember as being 
quintessentially Resident Evil. Personally, I'd say two. Um, I'd say most people definitely remember one, but I'd say less people played one. Yeah, I think a lot of people, especially now, associate Resident Evil with Resident Evil Four. Yeah, because it's been, one, it's been remade so many fucking times, and two, it's the easiest one to play. Leslie, that's a kind of story. That's a good question, actually. Like, I'd like to say, like, three. But at the same time, it's like, maybe not. I think four has reached a lot more people. I think four reached more people than three did. And we can look up the sales. Yeah, but three is the end of the raccoon arc. Yeah, but I think, I just think two is the most iconic game. Iconic game. Yes. Yeah, but like even story wise, like oh. when when you say to someone, Resident Evil, name a character. First one comes to your head, Leon. Chris. Chris. So for me, yeah, I, the, I, the, the for me, I do think Jill. It but falls, then it falls to four again, because I don't know. I feel like a lot of people, even from the younger generation, will probably have played four. I think a lot of people would just say Leon and Claire. Yeah. Because they ship them as well. Yeah. More yeah. so than Chris and Jill do. They fucking Leon and Claire's are. Leon needs to fuck Claire. It's like it's like your bloodline. It's like fucking canon almost. Like it's like people people were like desperate for that more than anyone else. And Chris be all like, "You're not going to fuck my sister." And Leon's like, "Fuck you! I'm gonna fuck your sister." Oh, Watch God, this. You know what? Um, <laughs> Hold my beer. It's like, it's like, Chris, I've got a thumb drive for you. Go and find the computer on the other side of the building and watch it. Plugs it in. It's just fucking balls deep on <laughs> it's his Leon <laughs> just fucking slapping balls against his sister. Oof. Uh, so, you know, Jake. Yes. Uh, from, yeah. the, what, from the Gundam episode. Yeah. I mean, we're all... Friends with him. Friend of the show. Friend of the show. And he's been on an episode. He might come in for the Dragon Ball. So, and he'll probably he'll probably listen to this at some point. But when we used to work with Speckies, that was a thing we all did. He had a habit of spoiling things. Speckies is a local uh, no. brand. He's not a global brand, um, and we are not, not li- liable. We're not liable when we call them Speckies. <laughs> Speckies. What they did was. They made hubcaps for cars. Yes, totally. And also, I am not salty because they fired me unfairly. Yeah. Same. We don't want to get sued. So, Specky's the local company that makes hubcaps. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, that, we're referring to um, Specky's Absolutely. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, white phosphorus aside. Yep. He used to have a habit when we were doing... Um, the German works. company, Specky Dredge. Yes, he had a habit the when Russian. we were on lunch that he would spoil Attack on Titan for me. Yeah, Thank other, you, Jake. Other than that, when we were in the warehouse, he had a habit of coming up behind me because he could do a really good impression Christ. of Wesker. Like a really fucking good impression of Wesker. And all I would hear from right behind me is, Chris! I was like, fucking Jesus, what do you want? <laughs> That's quite funny. But he could nail the impression from Wesker from Resi 5 fucking perfectly. <laughs> yes, boy. It's good you punch a boulder, though, in response. Uh, no, I just fired two rockets at him instead. That's unfortunate. 
<laughs> Fucking have a nice day. Did oh, his yeah. eyes grow red? No. Well, well, Did he take off his sunglasses just to be like... Yeah, when he Red takes eyes. off his sunglasses, shit goes down. Like, yeah. you're like, oh, fuck, he's so, gonna fuck Oh, me. shit, the so chair finally took off so his sunglasses. This cunt has got fucking super ability, he can, he can time skip on me. He can punch glass so hard she flies. He, he in fact, he, has he, Quicksilver. He can bang me up like fucking hit from Dragon Ball, just time skipping Oof. fucking people. Oh, he could bang me up. What? Oh, so. What, Jake or Wesker? Wesker? Because <laughs> 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 he so, ain't ever coming on another episode if. <laughs> so you haven't played Resi 5, right? No. No, have, I have. I've played. Have I played it as the chick. Did you finish? Did you get to the end where you actually kill Wesker? Where Wesker actually canonically dies. You yes, thr- I remember when that. he's in the volcano and you shoot him with two rockets. The most thing I remember from that game is being inside some sort of underground temple or fucking thing. Oh fuck that area! And they're running down from two different sides, mm-hmm. and you have to like. And I just remember thinking, why am I playing this? Uh, that's a good question you should probably go play a good game yeah, why am I playing this game especially at that time as well because I think that when that came out might have been the same year I got my American PS2 yeah, yeah. so and I had like, playing Xenosaga so, so I had like Xenosaga I had um, Super 3 I had games on the PS1 I hadn't played so yeah. Xeno, Xeno Gears uh, Chrono Cross yeah it's not that great Kind of triggers better, but uh, Xenoki is definitely worth mentioning. Yeah, and I remember having those and a couple of others. I'd, uh, oh, yeah, I had fucking like some RPG maker fucking thing on that as well. Which Net Euros, no, not Net, Net Euros is PS1, <laughs> man. Oh, oh, I thought you were talking about PS1. No, no, see, well, these were PS1 games, but I had like a RPG maker free or whatever the fuck it was. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, well, no, but it's on American PS2. Yeah, I remember because Net Euros were fucking like Terra Firma and shit. It was the yeah, yeah that, that was fucking awesome, Terra Firma. Mm. I remember having a demo of it. Mm. Well, it wasn't a demo; it was the full game. Like, well, you, even, I was gonna say fucking um, one of the demos had Net Euros on it and it had some stuff in it. Yeah, but official PlayStation magazine each month you would get a new Net Euros game really? on it. I yeah. mean, I was I wasn't into like no. PlayStation magazine back then, but it was the official one. And then they did like when they when Net Euros was being discontinued. They did a demo with every Net Euros game on it. Nice. I would I would pay money. Fucking Terraformer was lit. That was fucking good. Yeah. I remember just thinking like graphically. Well, no, it wasn't great graphically, but. But it was a fun little was RPG fun, yeah. to play, and like they had stuff on it. Like um, I played one that was this weird thing we had to shoot these like zombie. It was almost like a Doom game. There were like these baby zombie things floating towards you, but they were two D. So the game was three D, but it, like if you went past one. And looked at it, you could see it was just a flat fucking thing to shoot at. So, flat you're a fan of the original Resident Evil. Very yeah, much so. Boy. There is actually a DLC for 5, which is actually probably better than the actual game. Is that the one with Jill? Yeah. Yeah. We're playing which is blonde for reasons. Yeah. <laughs> but it's... We're playing as Jill and Tress, so very reminiscent of the first game. And the entire point of that DLC is it's a throwback to Resident Evil 1. And even though it's very fucking short... It's actually a good DLC. Worth more worth playing than the actual Resident Evil Five. So, before we finish this up, we'll stick to the Netflix because I think, not I think when when people view this, the cover art that you will see on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, the official cover art will be a Netflix. Adaptation of Resident Evil with us three cunts' faces. 
standard. However, the cover art that will go on Anchor because and, they and have, like iTunes and iTunes because they have restrictions on cover art because they will just be a basic wording of this guy say present Resident Evil. Like, it would be it's something along the lines of that. Um, if we go into the Netflix, you think of actors, actresses in the world. Who would you think in your mind? <laughs> let's do let's do Jill first. Okay, Jill. Fucking Miller Jovovich. <laughs> fucking get out. Oh, <laughs> uh, who's gonna play is fucking like Leon? I don't know, like um, Kevin Bacon. What the fuck? Chris, anyone? Is it's, it's one of those things. Unless I'm actually looking at lists of actors and shit, it doesn't come to mind. But I look at someone like Wesker and I think. Fuck me if Jeremy Irons was younger. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when no, he was that, in no, that's real. Jeremy yeah. Irons in his 30s was fucking... The, you know, that is Wesker <laughs> down... Look at yourself, not back to me. Um, would would you go... Would you do a more unknown casting? Or would you do... Well, like, or would I, you do like... They I feel like, like people rely a lot on the big names. It's like, but Netflix don't. But then when they did things like... The Marvel ones. Obviously, John Burton plays Punisher. Yeah. He'd been in Walking Dead. He's done a couple of films, a couple of TV shows. Charlie Cox was in... He plays Daredevil. He was in Stardust, which is the um, Neil Gaiman yeah. film. He he had done a bit of that. Obviously, Jessica it's, Jones. It's, it's she nice had to been bring in, up some she, new actors. She had been in Breaking Bad. She had been in uh, Bitch in Apartment 20... Whatever the fuck that's called. Um, oh yeah I've, I watched that yeah like Luke Cage I hadn't seen him in anything before but they kind of pick people that were known but not too well known would you keep something like that where you pick people like is there anyone from a TV show you're watching now like Game of Thrones that you'd go god that guy would be a good lead or <laughs> that she'd be a fucking awesome Claire or Jill <laughs> or, or anything like that that you're watching could you imagine the or... guy that plays as fucking Joffrey being fucking like Leon oh uh, no but no. I, I tell you what, um, um, someone like the guy who plays Jon Snow wouldn't be a bad Leon. I don't know. I was thinking more about the guy who plays Jamie Lannister. See, that'd be a good Wesker for me. Oh, right. actually, yeah. <laughs> right, I reckon the guy who plays um, Gregor should be Mr. X. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that's real. <laughs> Just get the biggest cunt you can. Well, he's, get Braun Strowman big. from the WWE. To like play. The, the guy who plays as fucking like Gregor is huge. Yeah, yeah. he is a big lad. He is an absolute unit. Um, yeah, like or or other shows. I don't know what, what you're watching. Um, at the moment, but what about women? Are there any women in TV shows or films and stuff that you're looking at now? Even if they're massive celebrities, you go, you know what, Scarlett Johansson as Jill. Uh, or would you go? Would you want? Less. Maybe Scarlett Johansson is too fucking hot. Too big. Well, no, not even too big. You got your budget's not an issue. You can okay. you can sign it. If you want Robert Downey Jr. as Chris, you can have him. But I'd I'd go against it. If you want John Cena as Chris, <laughs> then you yeah. won't see him. You won't see him. Yeah. Oof. Oh. But anyone, anyone in the world, fuck it. Throw wrestlers in there. Throw anyone in there. You want the Rock. Playing the, the Mr. X. <laughs> Fuck, her name has completely escaped me. Who? The chick who plays Buffy. Sarah, Sarah Michelle, Michelle Gellar. Gellar. Yeah. Yeah. As Rebecca. Yeah. But then she's 
probably in her forties now. Yeah, and Rebecca's more, more like seventy. More when she was action playing Buffy. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, Deschanel. Robert Downey Jr. is fucking Barry. Rebecca would be hard cast. What fucking Deschanel? Mm. Okay, yeah. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what she's young. Be, um, has looked for it. Tell you, it could be a good. I don't. She looks too young for Jill. No, for Rebecca. Oh, for a Rebecca. Good, Rebecca's like okay. seventeen. A, a, a good Rebecca. The girl's probably about twenty now. But um, Chloe Grace Moretz. She's from Kickass. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. As in um. The girl, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Her girl. Hit girl. Hit yeah, girl, because she's about twenty now, and I think she's that skinny build to her that could play it or did you watch Arrow no oh so the guy can she fit being blonde what for Rebecca yeah 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 well she's kind of brown haired blondish anyway I was going to say fucking but then when you like maybe like a a longer uh, younger fucking Brie Lars yeah but not so much now. But then when you look at it, actually, because Arrow's been cancelled. Yeah. Which I'm shocked at, because it's actually the best one out of those um, CW yeah, the, DC the, shows. The, the DC shows, yeah. But the main guy, Stephen Amell, I think, given his age, he's about 34. Yeah. And he can do the gruff look with a bit of a beard, a bit of facial hair. That could be a good Chris. Yeah, put anybody who plays Chris needs to like have a like a rugged ass look. Yeah, and, but he and can, get built. But he can do well. He is built already. Yeah, he's not jacked. He's not like Chris. not like not like Chris Redfield, circa like Resident Evil Five. Yeah, Chris looks like he could fucking take on the Undertaker at WrestleMania. I mean, he, he, <laughs> yeah, but does he look like he can punch a boulder? No, but he looks like he could do like a parkour stunt up a fucking building. So I mean, that's that's. That's probably ample. Yeah, so so he he'd be one. So Stephen Amell would be one that maybe you could, and it, obviously he's got nothing else to do at the moment because it, it shows just been cancelled. Um, I think about Agents of Shield. I don't know who watched that. I watched uh, I the, the woman who that. plays Daisy could be a decent Jill. Yeah, I watched one episode of Agents of Shield, and that was the precursor to fucking um, Infinity War. Actually, I just thought of a character who could be a decent Chris, Carl Urban. Yeah. As the older, yeah, the older version of Chris. But it depends how old you want him to be. Do you want Chris to be in his thirties or his forties? It depends. I don't on mind. It depends on when it's set. But it could be Resident Evil One if he was in his forties. He was. He was super young during one. Yeah, but like again, like twenty I've, something. Wasn't he? So twenty five. Let's put this in into realistically, right? I don't know what it is with the Japanese, but they're fucking weird when it comes to ages. I mean, look at right? Bravely Default. Anya's during fucking Bravely Second is fifteen. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They're fucking weird with it. When you look at stuff like um, I this conversation, there was a Final Fantasy ship posting. I know that, that we do have listeners from there. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're friends of the show. Friends um, of the show, TM. You know, I speak to the admins from it, like uh, the mods and stuff. I, 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 you know, I get on with them, put my memes on there because they like them and stuff. So there was a, a post on there about ages in Final Fantasy games. And I was like, they are yeah. not correct. Like yeah. Cloud as 21... When he gets to Final Fantasy VII, the start of that game, he's 21. It's not the same. He's fucking dumb as fuck. Because there's no way he went through Crisis Core, got into the military, and got to Final Fantasy VII from the age of 15 to 21. No. 
No. And it's the same as Zach, who's a year older. Than it depends what on what age they draft people into the military. Doesn't though. matter. Even if they don't, well, even right. if they draft them at sixteen, you're telling me from the age of sixteen to twenty-one, Zach managed to become a A-list, top-ranking yeah. officer in the fucking special forces. No. So, but if Final Fantasy VII started and Cloud was twenty-five, yeah, and Sephiroth instead of the Sephiroth's thirty. Some of that, oh, yeah. it's amazing. 20, maybe he's 25. Well, it's done. Max, he's a clone. It's done. The cunt should be about 40. Yeah, I mean, like, I think, like... The cunt should be 40, and if they made it as a film, it should be Mads Mikkelsen. Bravely Default and Bravely Second are worse for, like, age censorship than Final Fantasy, any Final Fantasy games. But when I, when I look at Resident Evil, when I think of Chris, he's, from Resident Evil 1, in my mind, head, head cannon. No, no, no. Not no, that's game cannon. Head cannon. Oh, he's between the age of thirty-five and forty. Because he's the fucking. He is the head. He's the one below Wesker. So he's probably about thirty-five, and he's worked his way up through. He's had to go police academy. Can't join that till you're eighteen. Get through that with special honors. Build your way up into the the, the alpha team of stars, yeah. which is a special unit in the police force. You're telling me the cunt did that by the age of 25 when he joined at 18. How yeah. good do you got to be? If you do that, you've got a Mary Sue on your hands. Yeah. Whereas Jill, I don't mind if she's 23 fast track. She's a woman. We're trying to get women into it. We're trying to do her lock picking skills can kind of go in, into that. Well, they, it's the same deal with Rebecca. Yeah. Rebecca's she's fucking young. super young. She's like 17 or something. Yeah, but it's because of the fact that she's a medic. She's a medic. Yeah. But then again, do you have... Do you have in America, do you have 16-year-olds as medics in the police department? Hell no. No. So I think when it comes to ages, when it comes to the Japanese... Uh, the Japanese... How they long, like their protagonists. Yeah. Well, not even that. How long has it been since they changed their age of consent? It depends on which prefecture you're talking about. Because the Japanese age of consent used to be about 14. It still is 14. It still is 14. Yes. Right? And the Japanese age of consent and the Japanese... This sounds like I'm calling Japanese paedophiles. But this is presented in English. Well, no. Not so there's no fucking friends. Japs listening to this. Right? But they have a fixation on teens in a sexual way and in making them more adult than they actually are. Well, yeah. But you say that, but that's like... Saying they're paedophiles is like, yeah, from our perspective, yeah. But the law's different. Well, no, because then I get this as well. Because, see, in the um, Final Fantasy shitposting group again, there was someone put a picture of um, Vaughn, and it was, he grabs your girl's ass, what do you do? Uh, don't worry, because he's gay as fuck. So anyway. I turned around and said, get him to suck my dick. And the guy was like, call the police, call the police, he's 17. I'm like, no, that's I'm, fine. That's legal. I'm over. in England. <laughs> yeah, like, it's like, welcome to the legal age of being sexy, all right? <laughs> yeah, it's like one. It was like one who's like, okay, yeah. Now I get it because, like, to you, that's that's not, the norm. Yeah. So maybe yeah. to us, fourteen, whatever it is in Japan, I'm pretty sure it's sixteen in Japan now. It, it but it used to be like I, I, it used to be fourteen. I think before that, like. Literally, it, I'm like, talking within the past like 30 years, it used to be like 12. What you got to remember is like Japan is made up of like fucking like 15, 16 prefectures and they've all got different laws. But the weird thing, the weird thing with Japan is they like to make kids adults. Yeah. Through, it, it's my main problem with anime. 
I mean, look at Gundam. It's like all the main characters are like fucking fifteen. I allow it in Gundam because it's not sexualized. Yeah, but and the, the kind of boy soldier thing makes sense in my mind because well, if you look at characters happen. like Nine and stuff, they're like still super young. Yeah, but I'm just talking about like genuinely at the moment, especially in anime. How many of the protagonists are under the age of twenty? In anime nowadays, nearly all of them. Yeah. Yeah. The Japanese are weird with that shit. They put they put children in adult situations. Yeah, I mean, especially if you look like like Attack on Titan, really big at the moment. Aaron Yeager, definitely under twenty one. Yeah. But I think when you look at it, you think like, so let's just take Final Fantasy first. We'll take Final Fantasy seven. Cloud being 21, Sephiroth being about 30. They're too fucking young. You're telling me that he is the number one soldier in the world, dead for five years, because, you know, we haven't seen him come for five years. What, all that stuff happened in Nibblewind when he was 25? Fuck off. I don't believe it. Like, in terms of reality, you're telling me, so when the Nibbleheim thing, if Cloud's 21, when Final Fantasy VII starts, five years ago, he was 16. When he was 16, he was a soldier in the army sent to Nibbleheim. When you see him talking to Tifa, he's meant to be 15. So you're saying within a year, the cunt was back in his own town as part of the military. What about his training? What, like, what, they're sending this little pleb on missions? Yeah, well, a year into his fucking training. It depends on how like how they saw the mission. Is like, is this really important? So they probably have. didn't think about it. They didn't think Sephiroth was going to go mad. No, but it must have been important if they think fucking send Sephiroth on the mission. Well, yeah, but they're like, fuck it, let's just send. Let's send Sephiroth the best anyway. guy. Was going to carry it. Let's go send the best guy on a mission. That means fuck all. But then when you but again when you play Crisis Core, well that throws it up into it because he don't get sent on no fucking everyday shitty mission. He gets sent on Sephiroth, Jenison, and Jill. Don't get sent on any old fucking shit mission. Zach, who's first class, doesn't get sent on any old shitty mission. They send just soldiers to shitty missions. I think the Japanese way of <laughs> making teens adults in their stuff is because the Japanese have a thing about it. Yeah. But I think for me, the best fucking anime are things like Vampire Hunter D and Monster, where they're adults, where they're ghost in a shell. Like, that's what is the best. I, I didn't even throw Akira into it, because they were meant to be about 18. They're well, drinking. Yeah, the, in Akira, they were quite young. They were young, but they were about 18. Like, even if they went, hmm, Rebecca in Resident Evil. Fuck it, she's 18. I'll buy that. 15, 16? You're taking a piss. Well, she works for the police as a medic at fucking 16 years old. Yeah. Well, Chris is the leader of fucking stars at 25. It just doesn't compute in my mind. Yeah. Well, I think the entire point of um, Rebecca being so young is that she's just straight out of college. What? Straight out of college? And into stars. And into stars. Yeah. It's dumb as fuck. It is. But you could retcon it, like, and then maybe this is what they would do. Straight out of college, listen, we need to send a medic on this course because we're told that there is maybe some injuries at the mansion that need to be done. Our main medic's doing something else. He wants his intern to go because this is no big deal. 
if they played that, and that's why that's why uh, was it Bravo team get into so much shit. Well, they mostly get dead. Yeah, but the reason they get into shit is because they went in under-equipped, they took an intern, they took the shittest people. They weren't expecting Because they were they told got. this was just a routine thing. Having her be that young, but at least make her 18. Do you know what I mean? Like, at that st- Also, on and off note, well, not on and off note, on the, t- on the top of Resident Evil, a TV series, I've just thought of a person who could play um, Barry pretty well in the... Chuck Norris. No. Yep, uh, in, from The Walking Dead. What's Ma- his name? Ma- Michael Kudlitz. Michael guy played Abraham. <laughs> He'd be a fucking awesome Barry. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know if you can think of anyone else because that because it's good. It's a good thing to throw up, like when choosing. But that is a spot on Barry. Yeah. Then the question is, who would you pick to be Wesker? To be Wesker, he has to be a blondie boy, obviously. Needs to look good in sunglasses. Well, you can dye his hair. Hmm. Dyes and prosthetics are always a thing. You see, the thing is, it's I'm more really not someone. good with actors. I'm trying to think who the fuck played him in the film. Oh, the guy who played Bato in um, Ghost in the Shell. What was his name? One moment. Fucking Peter Abbott. Yeah. Mm. I don't think he suits them. Actually, I think the problem is that he's a bit too built to be Wesker. <laughs> too built to be Wesker. Wesker's not that built. That's the thing, though. I suppose. Yeah, the reason why Wesker is just strong as fuck is because of the T virus. Yeah. And the fact he's well trained and the other member of stars aren't meant to be. Was it the T virus? Wouldn't it be the fucking um What's the name of the virus that creates tyrants? T virus. It wasn't the T virus. We were saying um Michael Codlitz as Barry. Yeah. So there's a lot of stuff out there. But Jeffrey D. Morgan who plays Negan could actually be a fucking solid Wesker. <laughs> You have to change his hair, and but if you've seen, actually, um, he's, he's got the charisma to be. He's got the charisma to be rescued. That's what I'm thinking. And if you've seen um, him in the Watchmen movie as the comedian, he could definitely play Wesker. Another one, again, as I said it earlier, that would be my pick. There's a guy, there's an actor. If I was making a live action film of Final Fantasy VII, Mads Mikkelsen as Sephiroth makes sense. To me, see just to how his face is. I I picture him more being Kefka than Samurai. But but then if I look at Mad Mickelson and look at the film Polar, which is on Netflix, Big Boss, all fucking yeah. day, yeah. right? But again, he could be a Wesker. Maz could play Wesker. He he easily fucking play Wesker because he's got that. But then obviously with a name like Wesker, you could put that into his accent. Albert Wesker. You could put that, instead of being more of the English sounding accent, you could have the Mads has got like a European y thing to his to his voice. I wouldn't mind that with a Wesker. Genuinely wouldn't. Um, and then if you're looking at it like, a, if, you, if you could pick anyone, uh, the guy who plays Thor would be a great Chris. Yeah, Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> he would play a good Chris. 
Because he's jacked as fuck. He is jacked. He's good looking as fuck, and he can be gruff with the short hair. He can he can do that. Um, not Chris Evans. Oh, fuck me. That that's not bad. That's not bad. Shout either is a little bit older for Chris. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but there's all sorts of people. Fuck it. Like if you were going to go Marvel, just go like let's look at the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Who's in it? Who can we pick? Well, <laughs> ben, M- Mr. X. Mr. X. Ben, Dave, fucking Cumberbatch. Cumberbatch. Dave Bautista. Dave Bautista is <laughs> Mr. X. <laughs> Yeah, feeling it. Oh, that would be great. <laughs> Ricardo as Mr. Oh, X. Oh, no, Ricardo. <laughs> he just comes in like just fucking frosting. <laughs> That's why you were cracking oh, up with if, my if, fucking... If you want a more serious Oscar, who's the guy who plays fucking Ronan? Ronan? Yeah. Which film? Guardians of the Galaxy 1. Ronan the Accuser. Oh, oh, fuck, I was uh, thinking about Ronan the Accuser from like, a film that I was well. But you're saying what, Captain Marvel? Yeah, yeah. It's the same Ronan. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Is he not the guy from Defiance? In Defiance, the TV show Defiance. What the fuck is his name? The fucking white, pale, pasty motherfucker. In real life, he's like a ginger dude. Um, he looks like the guy who plays Ronan when I look at Ronan, but I don't know. I, can, I can't remember the actor out of the face paint. Um, Lee Pace. Lee Pace. Let's show me a picture. Anyone who's listening can look up Lee Pace. This is not hard. As Wesker. He's got a smarmy look to him. Which Wesker can be smarmy as fuck, to be fair. If you found out what Wesker had, like, a laptop full of, like, girls in the fucking Raccoon City Police Department getting chains in the locker room, you'd be like, yeah, I can believe that about him. He was spying on everyone. No, the Michael Cudlitz is, um, Barry is spot on. That's <laughs> like a solid fucking, fucking like, in, unless you're going unless you're going back in the day, and it's fucking Chuck Norris. There ain't no one. There ain't no one. <laughs> fucking Chuck Norris preventing fucking Joe from yeah, but exactly because he just fucking turns up and says he just holds up the like, entire fucking fuck film. Is like yo, what's up? Just fucking kicks Tyrant in the face. Yo, what up? Don't need no gap. Unpopular opinion: Zac Efron as Leon. As a young Leon, yeah, yeah. Wow, good looking guy, and now he's got older. And he's moved away from the boyish... High school musical. He's moved yeah. away from that. He's not a bad actor. But then saying that, the other one from that stupid... Um, the one who was going to play Gambit, which was a her- terrible fucking casting. Um, 21 Jump Street. Oh, fuck. Um, Mad, uh, Mike, Magic Mike. Uh, fuck. Yeah, names escape me. Shit. Super famous. A-list. Oh, None of us can oh, fucking no, remember his fucking name. Oh, I know exactly who you mean, but I can't remember his name. I want to call him Chad, but it's not Chad. It's, no, it's uh, not. Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum. That's the one. Yeah. Could he be a Chris? Big Jack dude. Channing Tatum. Good looking enough. Chris is meant to be good looking. He's not meant to be an ugly fucker. Yeah. It's harder with the women, because you want them to be hot, but you don't want them to be... Drawing too much attention. Over fucking... Yeah, you don't want them to be... The kind of... All of them, apart from Ada, are kind of almost girl next doorish, especially Claire. She's hot, but she's not Catwoman model. Actually, you know what? Thinking about the model of Chris from Resi One, I could, I could see that being Chris. Yeah, I think Channing Tatum as Chris makes fucking the most sense. Yeah, or, Chan- um, fucking, is it Jake Gyllenhaal? Oh, he's a good actor as well. Really good actor, Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. We're throwing out big names, but he's got a Netflix contract, so that's doable as long as his sister's not in it. 
no one wants to see Maggie Gyllenhaal in little. Well, maybe some people do. That maybe I'm. Maybe the fact that she looks like a cabbage patch kid is me being mean. Um, I tell you what, you know um, Sherry's mum. If you want to do a series, mm-hmm. the chick play Free Phoebe and Friends. Because she's older now, she's got the lines on it. Like I think she could, whether she can play that part. Because I've never seen her in anything serious, but I think she would be a solid version of that. Um, it's hard to cast. It's really hard to cast. Mm. Unless you start thinking like, let's look at DC movies. Let's look at Marvel movies. Let's look at Game of Thrones cast. Let's look at Walking Dead cast. And I actually pick people that we already watch and do. Just trying to think of people off the top of your head. Um, when you say Cole Urban, though, I still think there's a place for someone like him in a uh, Resident Evil franchise. But someone older. It's hard to kind of... Because he's what? In his in his forties, maybe old, maybe yeah. almost in his fifties, um, or just more unknown people. Like, I see Brie Larson. I think would be a decent Jill. See, someone just put a picture up of someone doing cosplay of Jill, uh, actress called Julia Voth. Okay, he's fucking spot on. It is, and she looks the right age. She looks like she's in her mid to late twenties. She doesn't look too young and she doesn't look too old yeah there's lots of potential so one thing I can say though when we post this online to our listeners um, if you have people that you want to play we can do that on our on our Facebook page once this goes out I'll put a little thing up like name people that you want as your Resident Evil Characters like who you would want to play them in in um, oh. a Netflix adaptation because it would make sense. <laughs> Never mind, Julia Voth is the fucking Jill Valentine. Um, oh, model. she already is. <laughs> she is for the films. She's for the films. Are you, what the one who plays her in the films? Yeah, the one who oh, plays okay. her on like the three onwards in the movies. Well, she's in two. That's when you first meet Jill, and I thought she looked shit, but that picture looked spot on. That was her about cosplay. Uh, what about someone like Ada? Mm. There are a lot of hot Asian actresses out there. Most of them are in triple X movies. Um, I want Katsumi as <laughs> I want Katsumi as uh, Ada Wong. Um, Boy, <laughs> Katsumi versus Lex Steel. I want her in as. Oh, no, yeah. um, no, but Ada's a hard one because there, but there are a lot of beautiful Asian actresses out there. So you've probably got a whole plethora of people to fucking pick from. Uh, Asian act actresses to play Ada Wong, uh, Mia Khalifa. <laughs> well, she's she, oh yeah, she, she's but well, she's Asian in the, the in the British version of Asian. Uh, Indian would be a better way of putting it. Also, she's engaged. Uh, she should that's play. That's the thing that happened. To be fair, if anyone's going to play anyone in anything, that's who's playing Tifa. <laughs> it's like, okay, Mia so you're signing up for the role of Tifa. How big are your breasts? <laughs> uh, they're massive. Congratulations, you're hired. Yeah, I don't know. No, yeah, top, what, what are the top 10 current Asian actresses in the world? There's quite a few. But, like, unfortunately, they all look the same. And I can't, tell them, I can't tell them apart. 
So outside of mine, <laughs> they my, all look yellow to me, sir. I can't. I can't tell you. Okay, anything. so Ling Ling. That's I typed Ling in Ling. in Google a top fifty Asian actresses, and it comes up with a picture of Jackie Chan. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. I'm not even fucking making this shit up. Well, that's it, canon. Jackie Chan is Ada Wong. Jackie Chan. Oh, it's like that bit when he fucking, um, when he cosplayed fucking, um, Chun Lee. Chun Lee. That yeah. was amazing. <laughs> Incredible. Actually, you know what? I can see that. Hmm. What, Jackie Chan is Ada Wong? Yeah, totally. No, um, go with Constance Wu. Constance Wu. Let's have, we'll have a look. Everyone else can Google it. Being Ada. Oh, straight up, straight up. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's that's a good shout. Yeah, the women I think are harder. But then Leon is a hard one. Leon gives me a hard one. Hey. Um, but then yeah, Zac Efron as Leon that makes sense. Grows hair out, it's fine. I can I look. I've got no problem with Leon being a beautiful man. I've got no problem with Chris being a hot dude. That I want him to be. That's kind of the point, you know. As the uh, Tekken director recently said, stop telling me to tone down my fucking characters. Yeah, what you do in the West and your weird hang-ups, we don't have that in Japan. Your gender shit, your whinging. The Japanese haven't given a shit about that stuff. Like, ever. Trans, octopus fucking, furries, like... The Japs have been ahead of you for fucking 40 years. I need, I need, I, I need to put on my fursuit and go to Japan. It's like, <laughs> yeah, I need to dig out my crocodile costume. Yeah. So I can go there and turn from being me into unhappy McSnappy. <laughs> it's a shame you're not a bird would fuck. My name, we wouldn't, no. We're not, we're not my time. <laughs> but, you know, my crocodile name is unhappy McSnappy. Can you call it our name, mate? So... <laughs> That's my furry name. My furry name is Unhappy McSnappy. And if I'm in a good day, it's Happy McSnappy. You know, it just changes. And it's McSnappy because crocodile. Yeah, yeah, standard. I'm from the fucking River Thames. Unhappy McSnappy. River Thames. I'm the fucking Thames crocodile. Mate, you I, when I went you through the can't. Thames, when I was going through the Thames, I wasn't expecting to find crocodiles. I was expecting to find fucking bodies. What's well, the crocodiles are there? Understandable. I was in the Thames. I'm, I'm the fucking responsible for everything wrong in the world. <laughs> I'll show up and I'll fuck shit up. Just come back from New Zealand. Well, it ain't that far from Australia. You've got salties there. Just, just saying. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if you think about it, Australia is just like fucking like criminal England anyway. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, uh, yeah, it, it's hard to... Uh, yeah, the Japanese... So I've got about 10 things going from my mind right now. Yeah. Um, it's hard to place actors and actresses to such iconic fucking characters. Yes. We can't really do it off the top of our head. But then with a little bit of like, Chris jumps on his phone, and he's like, boom, boom. You can find someone going, bang, bang, bang. So if you're casting it, ain't going to be that hard if you just do a bit of research or if you just listen to fans I'm sure there are fan sites and there are fans saying Resident Evil Netflix I bet if you type that in Resident Evil Netflix casting you would find an entire fucking list that people have thrown out and when you start looking at it you agree I remember when the MCU started kicking off I was dead set on Katie Sackhoff playing Captain Marvel yeah 
This is way before they announced it. I was like, that is the that. Way. Yeah, you won it this, but we've got Brie Larson instead. It's she's good. Brie Larson's good. Yeah. She's not bad. No, Brie Larson was good. I still don't think that Captain Marvel is their version of Wonder Woman. Um, I think to really, really, for Marvel to really hit the nail on the head with a female superhero, I think they would have to do a standalone Storm movie that ties into Black Panther because obviously she's from Africa. She marries Black Panther in the comics. Yeah. I think Storm could be the one. I've said this to people online. I've got a lot of upvotes on, on comments about it. I think if, if Marvel were looking for that one female lead that could just blow the fucking roof off, yeah. I think getting a black woman one is way way different from what people expect and I think Storm is a very respected character within the Marvel community yeah so I, I you know don't get Halle Berry to play fucking Stormy dozy cunts like you did in the fucking X-Men movies or Catwoman or Catwoman Jesus Christ yeah I think you would get a younger woman maybe in her mid 20s to play Storm and with the weather control and trying to bring an area shitty villages from that's trying to get the crops growing and which is part of a story then they worship her as a deity but people want to kidnap her and all that shit that would be the way to go with marvel for for a female character but we'll go back to chris's list okay chris's, chris's there, is, there is no um casting idea list at the minute but one thing which is interesting is the guy who's directing the Netflix series is so he's taking inspiration for more Resident Evil 7. Yeah. I, I, as inspiration. I get that because he, maybe he's looking at the fucking series and going, Jesus fucking Christ, look at all this shit. That is a standalone story. It's almost, it, it, it's completely away from Umbrella and from all of that. It's a horror story. It's not even a zombie story. It's just a bit of a head fog. Yeah. It's it's more akin to body horror. Also, so, apparently it feels the need to uh, recommend to me footage of uh, Madeleine McCann before she boarded the plane. <laughs> <laughs> Madeline Thanks, Mc Netflix. Madeleine McCann as Jill... Uh, no. <laughs> I know what she looks like now. I'm probably the right age to be Rebecca. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how fucking long ago was that? I mean, Rebecca's not dead, so... Yeah. Rebecca didn't get raped and murdered by her parents, so... Uh, fucking... Depends on the ending you went for. Which, <laughs> yeah, depends on the ending. Um, yeah, no, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of just a good good actors and actresses. My mind kind of escapes me off the top of the bat. But I think there are... Not, like, even if you went into sports, there are... In action films, I've always, I've always found it weird why they don't just use wrestlers for some of that shit. Honestly... When you made Superman, why don't you just fucking use John Cena? He looks like Superman. Like a big fucking chin, built like shit. His character's basically a guy who can't be touched. It's like built in there. Or a guy like Roman Reigns, you know? He could easily fit into any cinematic fucking franchise if you wanted. The Rock did it because The Rock's good at that sort of shit. Batista's done it. Batista is Drax. No one could replace him. No, no. absolutely not. And now that James Gunn's back on board... Yeah, I saw that. That's fucking amazing news. I'm yeah. so I'm so pleased that, that that came out. I mean, one or two fucking amazing films. Yeah. So. Well, they had a new director. They were going a new way, and then they announced, "No, fuck it, we're bringing." Well, listen, yeah, we're bringing James Gunn like, back. 
he's he's made for fucking Guardians films. Yeah, they're bringing him back, even though he signed with DC to do Suicide Squad two. Well, I mean, he, he may have made Suicide Squad two a good film. Suicide Squad one was good for maybe the first half of the movie. It reminded me of like watching a um, like a music video. Yeah. Where like skits between like you know how music videos are like cut in a certain way. Yeah, they jump. Quite yeah, it reminded me of that, and it's like introducing you to all the characters. Love that stuff. But the actual now we gotta go and kill this ancient being that's been awoken by this spirit. Like this is the same shit. This is like we've got to get the object to kill the big thing. And why is the big thing destroying stuff? Why would they care? They're all fucking back. But so why why is it destroying stuff? Because it's evil. Well, what's its reason? The what why where's what's the point in the villain? That's why we're killing it, and this ain't coming back. They do that too much in superhero films. They come there for one movie and never fucking see him again. Actually, if you're on about um. Do like a prequel episode for Resident Evil. Do um, Roman Reigns as Forest. Do a Forest. Roman Reigns could do a Forest. Definitely. The old Samoan. Looks a bit like Jason Momoa. That'll get the girls hot. I'm not sure you could shoehorn Momoa into a fucking Resident Evil film. Not unless you've paid him a lot of money. You could pay him a lot of money, but I just don't see him fitting any character. Tyrant. Well, that's just a waste. Well, I mean, we're probably going to wrap this up now, but what would you say is the most important character out of all Resident Evil characters to get 100% correct in your casting? If you could just pick one, you could think any old cunt could play this character, any old cunt could play that, but they need the right person to do this one. I reckon they definitely need the right person to be Wesker. That's what I was thinking, Wesker. They need... Wesker needs to be 100% well selected. You could get an unknown cast to play the rest. But Wesker needs to be someone special. Leslie? Um, I don't really know, to be honest. What one character from the whole franchise that you would just go, I want more attention on them in terms of casting. More attention on a single character for casting. Like, I think, like, as far as, like, the whole series goes, it normally goes to, like, Leon. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah. I think Leon is probably going to be, eventually, the overall hero of Resident Evil. I mean, and then he gets really drunk. Starts like doing like gun car scenes in the middle of a corridor. Well, he did. He, he well, he, he was known for being a drunk. Before they well, changed all that. Well, the well, thing the is, like, like, yeah, he, wasn't. he went on to like started drinking a lot because of the amount of shit that he's seen. But the original canon for the Resident Evil Two, the first Resident Evil Two, is his girlfriend had left him. He was late to go into his job because he'd been on a four day fucking binge, and then. In the new one, they, no, no, no. He's gone in early because he hasn't heard from him and he doesn't know what the fuck's going on. He's going to go and find out why he can't hear back from the fucking police team. First day on the job. Oh, no. This is all going horribly Yeah, it's wrong. like a really unfortunate time to join fucking the RPD, to be honest. He does well for himself. But on the bright side, he can join the PSAA. 
I mean, just like, on the bright side, he eventually pretty much joins Stars. Yeah, let's not be a cunt. This geezer comes bowling in out of nowhere. He's been fucked off from another police force and transferred here. And in originally, they kind of make it out as like, no, they didn't select him because he was good. The other police were fucking him off. They were done with him. They didn't want him anymore. He was a pain in the ass. He fights just as much dark shit, maybe even worse in terms of enemy-wise, than they had to, than Stars have had to deal with. And he does so successfully, whereas most of Stars die. So he was just going to be an everyday fucking plod on the street. I mean, he wasn't... Like fucking Rebecca, Jill and Chris. Yeah. The rest of them just die. Yeah. And then I suppose you can bring, I suppose you can I suppose you can bring Claire into it because she's just a civic. So technically not stars. So. She's no, but I'm she's saying she's, she's, she's just a civic. Yeah, she's not even trained. Well, well, no, technically she was trained by Chris. Do they do they say that? Yeah. yeah. So like, oh yeah, Chris trained me to use a gun and whatnot. Because what is she? Just a chick with a bike. Yeah. I mean, what, I can't much. really think about like that. Like, she's not a reporter. She's not this. No, no, she's just. It's never really stated what she. Was doing. I, I've got a feeling that originally they say I think she was, she's I a think college she... student. Yeah. Yeah. And then she just rocked up to Raccoon City and then just... She's looking for her brother. Why the fuck has he not answered me for two weeks? Well, yeah, but then she goes to the fucking, like, the police department and she finds out it's like, oh yeah, your brother's on holiday. So, well, it, yeah. it, it's very different when you look at it now because when you start adding in modern technology, mobile phones, but back then it was house phones. So she's phoning her brother's house phone. She probably doesn't have his work number. She's like, why can I not get through to my brother? That's why she goes to Raccoon City. So she turns up. A little bit different if you modernise it. Because she's like, he ain't even answering his mobile. Why ain't going to go to Raccoon City if he ain't answering his mobile? Because I don't know where the cunt is. Maybe he doesn't want to pick up because of fucking like roaming charges. Maybe he's too fucking balls deep in jail. Oof. But he doesn't want to fucking... Him and Barry are having a jail oh, sandwich. Me, I fucking wish I was fucking balls deep in jail. That would be lit. Huh. No, she's actually just a cop. Yeah. Special op. Alright. Is she? Apparently. That makes zero sense. Fucking. Apparently, the fucking oh, Redfield no, family no, That's cops. just written wrong. That's written really badly. Claire is the younger brother of Chris Redfield and America. He's the younger brother. Claire is the younger brother. So Claire is trans. That's canon. <laughs> Claire is the younger sister of Chris Redfield, an American special police officer, and her and she herself is the protagonist of Resident Evil Two, and Resident Evil Code Veronica. Doesn't say what she actually is. Zero on her history. Um, yeah, I think that's us for Resident Evil Two. We're probably going to go get pizzas well, and Resident shit. Evil, oh mate, I could fucking murder for a pizza right yeah, now. Me too. I'm really hungry. Yeah, I'm um, fucking starving. Yeah. The um, only thing it mem- the only thing it mentions is between the, the events of Resident Evil Five and Six, she's a member of Terror Save, a non-profit humanitarian and profit activism group. Oh yeah, because that's a good thing to fucking waste your time on while there's zombies and fucking totes. Maybe, it's like, maybe it's like the thing from the end of Shaun of the Dead when they're trying to like give zombies jobs. <laughs> um. Oh no, she's like, they're humans too, it's like, they're fucking dead. Yeah, I was thinking, when does she ever find, does she ever find Chris? Because he ends up working for Code Veronica. Oh, she finds Chris at the end of Code Veronica. Oh, she does, yeah. But he ends up being in charge of Blue Umbrella. Because that doesn't sound like a porn company. So the Brazzers. (laughs) Fucking Brazzers. The following I'm so sick of getting fucking adverts from them when I'm trying to beat off recently. The following movie is presented by Blue Umbrella. <laughs> Blue Umbrella. 
Christy Mack takes on Lex Steele. <laughs> Blue and bullet. In, like in, in the anal biohazard. <laughs> fucking Christ. For those listening, Grant is showing us the old uh, Leslie one two of a picture of someone's answer in in Cards Against Humanity. Cards Against Humanity is like yeah, incest plus ass to mouth equals eating together like a fucking goddamn family twins. <laughs> so that sums up Resident Evil two. Yeah, yeah, that sums up Chrissy Claire. <laughs> Chrissy Claire. That, that's cream filled. Chris. Chris. Oof. Yeah, it's weird. I don't know. Um, it's hard with all the chess pieces on the board, what you do. Because before we end, I think we do a little final spiel on yeah. Resident Evil as a, as a show. Uh, it, it's been a big deal for me for a very long time. Yeah. yeah. And I think they, because they're video games, and each video game has the freedom to introduce new characters, new arcs, new ways of doing things. You can almost pick and choose, like, I want to play Resident Evil 2, I want to play Code Veronica, I want to play Resident Evil 4, because Chris and Claire, are the, I'm sorry, uh, Leon yeah. and Claire are the ones I like, but if you want to follow Jill... And you I want, want to, to play Resident Chris, Evil 3, because Jill gives me a fucking erection, mate. Yeah, because you want to get bouldered by Chris. Because I want to fucking just have a big lob on me. You want to have your bum hole punched like that boulder. Oh, mate. If only. Fist it. I'm fucking erect right now thinking about it. Right, uh, but you could pick and choose which people you really want to follow. <laughs> when, when you are looking at it as a TV show, yes. could you have... An erection. You see yes. some... You, yeah, you <laughs> Your season one is your Rebecca season. Yes. Yeah, your season two is your Jill Chris season. Yeah. But are people going to be sitting there going, I want to get to fucking Leon. Leon. Yeah. Yeah. I want to get to Claire. Like, are you going to piss people off? I want to see, like, Claire in her booty shorts. I want, oh yeah, I want, I want, I want Claire wearing booty shorts. The umbrella thong. Yeah. And nothing else. How can I masturbate to this? Three seasons later. Uh, Pornhub. Uh, I've, I've gone through like fucking 15 boxes of Kleenex and I've fucking busted an entire planet's worth of semen. 15 boxes of Kleenex and 20 pages on Pornhub. Oh, mate. Fucking like... You've moved on to Diva now. Yeah. Yeah, it's fucking like... I'm, I'm, I'm too busy watching Diva get railed by a mech. I'm sorry. I've moved fucking on. play of the game. I've, mo- I've moved on from Claire and Jill. Fucking now, spray of the game, mate. I've moved on from Claire and Jill. I'm now watching Ivy Valentine get fucked by Lizard Man. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, excuse me. <laughs> we need to stop this. I need to eat pizza before I fucking bust a nut, mate. But yeah, so this has been the Resident Evil episode. Um, yeah. It's a good time as I need to stop. This uh, is a good time to shill. It's a good time to shill. Yeah, we got shit. Netflix just, and Jill. Just, just Netflix and look, Jill. Facebook dot com forward slash this guy is sick yep any information on us is there website merch random shit um patreon the whole lot's the whole lot's on there if it ain't on there comment and ask yeah and one of us will uh, reply to you I might reply to you if I feel like it um but yeah we're just gonna keep this rolling next week did we announce next week we did we, we didn't did we not no no I, I mean in, in the chat I can't remember. I can't remember if we did next week's one. I think we did. Yeah. One like, Let's do it on the spot. Let's do it on the spot. Now, it? do we return to Final Fantasy as a franchise? Just that, was I, one, that was a plan at one point. I oh, think we yeah. should. 
I think we should. Yes, yeah. I agree. That was it. Um, the midweek, the midweek was words. English motherfucker. The midweek one is WrestleMania. Yeah. So you and JK. So we've got a WrestleMania episode coming up. Next week is a Final Fantasy game. One has not been specified yet. Nine. And then the week after that is Dragon Ball. Okay. So Dragon's Ball. We will throw up on the Facebook page a uh, straw poll. poll. Straw poll. A poll. Yeah. On Final Fantasy games. I'm sticking main timeline. I don't want some cunt come throwing out fucking Mystic Quest. What about Crystal Math, Math Chronicles? Hey, Crystal I actually, Math I've Math. actually completed Mystic Quests. <laughs> but I'm just saying, I don't want to talk about. Chocobo Mystery Dungeon. We can't, we can't get an episode out of Chocobo no, Racing. We, we can't get an episode out of Mis- Mystic Quest. But Chocobo. we could get an episode out of nine or ten or or six. I mean, I could talk about fucking nine, but I'm sorry, I'd have to bring some Kleenex with me. Couldn't get an episode out of eight. Someone else would have to lead that because I don't like. No, it. I I love eight. Yeah, okay, so you could be the you could be the host for the eight. I mean, I, I could do eight until about the end of disc one, but then I'd my enthusiasm <laughs> yeah, but die. Because like then Squall dies. Like my enthusiasm. Wait. Yeah, I, my my interest lost in uh, eight when you realise you could. Break the game. No, when you could name your GFs. <laughs> and I just gave him all stupid fucking names. So I called fucking Shiva Frosty Cleavage. I called it Slut. Oh mate, I would. Have you seen our fucking lolly slip? Oh wait. When I when I when when I got Ifrit at the very fucking start, I called Fire him, and I called him Nibber. <laughs> hey. Ten out of ten. When I called him PewDiePie. Subscribe to T-Series. Signing off. Disgusting. Signing off, subscribe to PewDiePie. Fucking like um, and subscribe. What about 12? 12 is very fucking good. I, I mean, don't know, uh, I really don't want to do a Star Wars episode. So. I mean, the only thing I want to talk about in 12 is the gloriousness that's Fran's ass. Uh, excuse me, have you looked at Ash? So anyway, about Fran's ass. What Disgusting. about, what about, what, what about Fran? <laughs> fucking Vaughn. I mean, you fucking, exist. Oh, what, the twink of the series? Twink sucking on your dink. I've got a lot of things to say about Vaughn and Pinello. Let's save that. Maybe we could just shit talk Final Fantasy VI. No, because I love six. I love six as well. Six is a really good game, but it does have a lot of flaws. Let's be but right. it has fans who are... Toxic. Toxic. Yeah. Yep. The most toxic. Oh, absolutely. The most toxic out of all well, Final actually, Fantasy Actually, like... I, I was the least accepting. Because any... The thing with the Final Fantasy VI fans, right? So this is this is the biggest problem with Final Fantasy VI fans, and I'm a big fan of the game. If I take, uh, as I've said before, take tactics out of the equation, it's my second favorite Final Fantasy. Tactics is the best. Put one. tactics in there. I can't. I cannot put six above tactics. No, I just absolutely can't, not. Right? Tactics is fucking incredible. But the thing a lot of six fans think, anything that isn't Nintendo is shit. No. So they have that opinion. That's bullshit. That's the first one they come out with. Anything after the snares is shit. No. Then they say that 6 is the pinnacle of the Nintendo Final Fantasy games. No. Yeah, so they say that and then they and that's why they're dicks because it's like okay, so what? No, don't be a cunt. The peak of the Super Nintendo listen, Final Fantasy four, is 5. Four is on par with six, in my opinion. And five beats both of them, in my opinion. Mm, I'd put five behind four and six, but it's a fucking very good game. Uh, we'll have to agree to disagree there. Yep, yeah, no, but I like people. Yeah. Look, four has characters in it that I, I 
like more than five. I mean, the Final Fantasy IV has characters that I would like to put my dick in. However. Well, no, I'm just talking like Kane, Cecile, like these are. Char- oh, I'm talking about Rydia. Rydia. No, 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 I'm not talking about them. I want to get lanced by a couple of dragoons. Oh, I want um, to get lanced by Edge. No, but I'm talking like, like, like so, okay, so, uh, Cecile, Cecil, whatever you want to fucking call Cecil. them. And yeah. Kane, I think, are better than any character in Final Fantasy V. They're very built-up, like, character. Yeah. So, like, character. character-wise, I think they're better. Five is a fucking... Five? Five, like, it couldn't be any better unless I could suck my dick. Five, system-wise, gameplay-wise, is for that... The for pinnacle the, of the snares. For the snares... Yeah. Gameplay-wise is the best. Like, story-wise, not necessarily so much, but gameplay-wise, it literally blows every other snares Final Fantasy out of the water. Six is very good. Yes. And I think six started the kind of techno age for Final Fantasy. Yes. Um, which they dropped when it got to ten. They dropped when it got to nine. Well, yeah, but ten kind of brought in a bit of that. But like, if you look at if you look at the um, the feel of Final Fantasy, what people think is the look of Final Fantasy. They in would my mind, probably jump to seven. No, no. In my mind, I think ten, because everything following ten kind of looks the same. Character okay. design wise, how the characters look, what they wear, wanking okay, shorts yeah, yeah, yeah. on, like the way the backgrounds look. Yeah. Uh, ten is what I like. Well, even when I look at. Um, well, I fucking love ten. When I look at thirteen. When I, when I look at 13, how it looks, 13 characters look like they could be in Final Fantasy X. I mean, for starters, when I look at 13, I normally start feeling nauseous. But yeah. I think the only unique one out of all of them for the way it looks is 7, because it looks like some sort of like cyberpunk world. And they've that, never. That, ever... That's when it changed. But then, yeah, but they've never gone back to it, and they've never done it before. That being said, though, there was, a lot of very... weird, there was a lot of weird shit in 5. Yeah, there was a lot of weird shit in 5, and there's like the weird spaceship in 1 or 2, I can't remember. Uh, that's 4. That's the, the lunar whale. Oh, yeah, the, yeah, that's 1. Yeah. yeah. And like in 6, there's like a steampunky kind of element to it, to, to as like, opposed to Cyberpunk. To the fucking Gestalian Empire, yeah. But I would say that 7 has like a straight-up dystopian cyberpunk... Well, yeah, especially when you get to, like, disc three, when it's like, oh, yeah, fucking, like, the meteor's about to crash and everything's all over. Well, I'm just talking the technology, how Midgar looks. Nothing else in Final Fantasy looks the way that does. Yeah, it's because mm. the fucking, like, the, they explain it's like, yeah, the dawn of Mako energy is, like, shot their technology way past everything else. And, like, we do have technology-advanced areas, Final Fantasy fourteen, for example. Yeah. You suddenly go from a world that looks like it's all nice and there's... Creatures, and then you get to this this fucking wasteland, and then you just get to this like area full of cunts that can fuck you up if you go there too early. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You go to like Northern Fanland, and it's like full of like cerulean pipes and stuff. So like, yeah. so they, like, they do have that, and obviously, thirteen definitely plays influence on seven in terms of yeah. Like, the difference between the, seven the and thirteen te- is seven is a good game. Yeah. <laughs> but the technology and stuff used in it, and then like they use a little bit of that technology in fifteen. But 15 reminds me more of 13 than any other game. It improves But then it was meant to be linked and they kind of... It it improves on 13, but I still don't think 15 is a good game. Yeah, so we'll we'll fuck it because we're talking about Final Fantasy again. So, as you can tell, when it comes to Final Fantasy, 
we can talk for fucking days. Oh yeah, I have I have very strong fun opinions fun. on most fun of anti titles. So we'll throw a vote up and we'll share it in a couple of groups. Straw polls. We'll do some polling and I can make that um, Gucci. It's pissed because we just do it on our page and then share it to Beyond Midgar, shit posting, Final Fantasy Seven, Final Fantasy UK fans. Sephiroth. 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 We'll, we'll ask Sephiroth to share it. Yeah, we will, we will ask Sephiroth. Uh, he liked our page with his 2,000 and something odd. Fucking like... 26,000 odd fans. Yeah. He's yeah. like, share so, this. And he's like, it will be Final Fantasy Seven. I I'll, fucking I'll, guarantee I'll, you. I, I will speak to the owner of Sephiroth. <laughs> the owner of Sephiroth, does he have a little collar on him? No, it's Genova. Mummy. Mummy. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see and we'll try and get shared. Oh, and, um, they're taking the planet from Mother. Fucking welcome to my well, We will take Seven off of the list because we've done the remake. We, yeah, we've done, yeah. yeah. By extension, we've done Seven. Yeah. So. And I want to get a Walking Dead episode just because I've got a really cool t-shirt design. Yeah, nice. I, I, I've, I've read like the first seven volumes of Walking Dead so I have a very small amount of input. I've not read but any of The Walking Dead. I've only watched the series. I have really watched the first season of the series. Right, if we announce maybe in three weeks... There will be dicks. We were going to do Walking Dead. Yes. So in three weeks' time, a pair of YouTube cunts can catch up. Uh, the, the comics or the series? Both. Oof. You could binge the series in two weeks. Catch up on the comics. I know I read two parts of JoJo in two weeks, but... How far are you behind on the comics? I've read like, you know, they like the volumes are like that big. Yeah, but what was the last main story plotline for the last Walking Dead that you read? Have you met Negan yet? No, no. You're not that far behind. To be honest, because this once a month. I so, think um, Glenn fucked. Fuck it. Oh, they were. Uh, you know, when Tyrese got locked in the room, and they were like, "Oh yeah, he's dead," and then they went back in and just murdered everything. So you're at the prison. The end of the prison. The end of the prison. You could probably catch up on that in two weeks. Really? If I if I binge the series, I can catch up in a week or so. What episode? What season did you get to? Um. I've I've literally just watched the first season. Which season did Glenn and Abraham die? Two seasons ago. About a season and a half behind. Yeah. Ish. So we can announce that in three weeks' time we're doing a Walking Dead season. Actually, I want to keep it the way it is. Leslie's going to catch up on just the comic because outside of season one, I, I, only, I, can, I can read through. Comics you've only read. You've point. only read the comic. You've never read the comic. Like I've read the first issue. Yeah. So I have like the first. But three that's issues in my but room. that's okay. So like the comic knowledge is the not five. where you are, but you could catch up on the season. The seasons, right? So th- I'd like to keep it that way. If you watch the series and only the series, you what you catch you up on the comic. comic. Yeah, I've done both because I'm up to date. I'm up to date on the series. I'm about four months behind, five months behind on the comic. Yeah, that would take me a day if that. Is it monthly or it's once a month? Yeah, yeah, that'd be easy to catch up with. Um, so for me, I'm literally like six issues. That's that's one evening. Yeah, easy. Me. And I've got them all downloaded on my Kindle. I was just saying, in, in a couple so, of hours, I can fucking bash through like easily like fucking 15, 16 chapters of JoJo. So if we so. do, we do, so we make the announcement now. WrestleMania episode midweek. Yep. 
That will be not including me and Chris, I think. No, just me, me and JK. Yeah. Unless you want to talk about WrestleMania. I mean, my knowledge on wrestling is like super, super dated. You know, if, if Becky Lynch does it for you. Uh, I mean, a lot of women do it for me. Especially redhead women. Okay, yeah. With I'm good talk- bodies. Now we're talking. Yeah, now we're talking. Um, so, yeah, uh, we'll, do, heads, we'll do WrestleMania. Please, um, send messages to me, please. We're going to throw out the fan vote uh, for... We're going to throw out the fan vote. Any redheads? Send them to the... Uh, to me and I'll distribute. Okay, thank yeah, you. TM. Just, you know, someone has to someone has to keep in control of the content. I don't want it to get too blue. Well, Without I, me seeing it first. Actually, to be fair, that's what I'd prefer. No, no, no. I want it to be blue, but I need to judge. You, you need to judge, see it first. Need, understandable. Have a nice day. That's kind of how it works. Um, but, I, I, yeah, I'm the GM. I'm the admin. <laughs> I'm the DM, <laughs> bitch. This is my dungeon. <laughs> but, but, yeah, so like, yeah, so... This is what's coming. Yes, yeah. WrestleMania, that will be out maybe a couple of days after the episode you're currently listening uh, to. Dragon's Ball P. No, that's week after. Is then we will do oh, the Final Fantasy a Final Fantasy fan vote. Yeah, yeah. Then we're going to do Dragon Ball. Maybe we get Jake back for that yeah. as well. Oh, he'd, he'd love to be into that. And then we are going super for that. to do yeah. after Dragon Ball. Why are you pointing at oh, me? Devil you. May Cry. Yes. Devil May Cry. Yeah, there we go. There you go. So yeah, cheers for listening. Final last year. Fucking the Devil's Rig is not the only thing we do pull on me. Basically send us some money. Um, uh, basically pay my wages. Because we'd all like to quit our jobs. Oh, fuck yes. Ethan. And just chat shit. Because we could chat shit more. Mate, I could chat shit all fucking day. Um, you do. My tri- my tripod has arrived, so I'm Oof. gonna be I'm gonna be YouTube. Dude, I don't need a tripod. It's called my penis. My tripod has arrived, so you can find me on Chatterbait. At hey. Big hairy bear seven. Fucking um, big swinging dicks. Sixty nine. <laughs> hung, hung hero sixty nine. Um, no, cheers for listening. Yep. that's Thank us you done. Very much. Thank you. I'm gonna go eat pizza.